All right, here we go. Welcome back to Around the Couch, an NFL podcast from the DVR Podcast Network. Check us out at DVRpodcast.com. Become a patron at patreon.com slash DVR. Shout out to our newest patron, Manny. What's up? Manny! Yeah, a Jet fan. We'll be talking a little Jets tonight, baby. Uh, we got me, we got Solo, we got Ando. We're all back. We're going to be doing the same old thing, talking about week four, how our picks went, how the games went, do a little college stuff. Solo's going to clue us in. Then we're going to get to our picks for week five. All right. Well, let's say hello to the boys. Ando, how you doing, pal? I am doing great as always. It's uh, going to be a pleasure to talk to you gentlemen this evening. Yeah. All our teams won. Ando, that sounded like Axel paid you to say that, like you were reading <laughs> from a script. <laughs> Believe me, Axel has never paid me a dime, so no. that's not definitely not a problem. Uh, it's in, it's oh. in the notes. It says, thank, say, oh, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, Solo, there he is, the man, the myth, yeah. the legend. How you doing, pal? Good, good, buddy. I'm. Uh, I got the Ravens Bills game on in the background while we pod. Nice. Um, and I'm ready to talk some football. Actually, believe it or not, wait. Oh, I could have sworn I saw Queen Latifah in the stand. Now she's not at that game. Um, <laughs> but no, uh, I. Uh, <laughs> no, I really did thought I saw her. I was like, maybe I've seen so many CBS promos oh of the God, Equalizer I that I think I see the Queen everywhere. I see her again. Is she? Oh no, that's not her. But no, I'm I'm excited. I actually, <laughs> believe it or not, been looking forward to doing this pod with you guys. Um, it's just I, I <laughs> really love not. talking football. Yeah, believe it or not, like I'm actually looking forward to doing a podcast. No, but I always do. But no, this one, this one especially because I I just I like the groove. I like what's happened. I'm glad we decided to do this every week. Um, and I think I I, I needed this in my life. Is what yeah. I mean. Me too. I am definitely a person who in the off season counts the number of weeks until football is coming back. And, uh, I enjoy, definitely enjoyed last, last week's games. Of course my jets won, but before we get into the games, let's start with what I I called in the notes, our onside kick. Cause it's kind of like, Kind of like throwing throwing you for a loop there, it's like topics, opening topic. I like that, Axel. I like it. You know, I was, I honestly, when I first looked at it, I'm like, what onside kick does Axel want to talk about? I'm trying to think of all the onside kicks. <laughs> well, we're getting well, all professional and having like se- names of segments and things. I, like I know. I love it. I love I it. I love it. I like the onside. Open up with the onside kick. Go. The onside kick. All right. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about Tua. And uh, having his brains beat out two weeks in a row, uh, they said it was obviously, we talked a little bit about this last week, that it was a back thing that made him stumble two weeks ago. This week, there was no denying how hard his head hit. And we saw, I mean, the image is like burned in my mind of his hands just seizing up like that. Uh, that was really a vicious hit, and uh, Dolphins ended up losing that game to the Bengals. Um, 
Bridgewater was not able to uh, bring him back, but the real deal was how long is he going to be out? What do you guys think of this? The real question it's raised too is I've li- I listened to a, a podcast with Wayne Krebet. Uh He does a Jets oh, podcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was talking about how he had problems with concussions. I was going to say that he had a whole bunch of concussions, yes. didn't he? And yeah, what yeah. he said on the podcast was, it's such a great podcast because Wayne Krebet's just like, oh, I don't know, man. You know what? Like, he just sounds like some dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like, it's fucking Wayne Krebet. Like, I love this guy. Love like, I love Wayne Krebet. Oh, my God. Oh, I, I mean, he's, him. he is like an all time. Him and Pennington are like the all time kind of like for at least, I don't know, for as long as I've been a Jet fan are like just the normal guys yeah, that made Jets. it big. Yep. You know, they're just like you have a, such a close like heart to him. But anyway, he was saying people had to protect him from himself, that he was he would have been willing to go back into the game. He did not care. He wasn't thinking about his future. And if it wasn't for people that he trusted and family members, he felt like he could have, you know, given himself even more damage than he might already have. And I just find that so, this game is so rough. But I don't know, what are your initial thoughts on that solo? Like this whole thing, concussions and just protecting players from themselves. Yeah, no, that's a great point that Krebet makes because these guys are, are, are built a certain way. They're about competing they're gladiators. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, it's a physical sport, and they know they need to play so they don't lose their jobs and they get that next contract, take care of their family and their family's family. You know, that's the mentality. And then the superstardom, that's the side stuff that comes with it. Um, but that's a lot of these guys, their mentality, a lot of them have come from nothing. You know, they were lucky to get a scholarship and then they excel and we're able to get this opportunity to play in the NFL. So their mindset is, I'm playing. And it was even worse back in the day. I mean, you see a lot of the vets now that are just struggling uh, with, you know, uh, CTE and just they can't even walk. And, and, I, and, and, I, and granted, the league has gotten a lot better, at, and, and it's took a while. But then you see something like two, and I feel like we've gone back 10 years. Like, it still happens where players maybe are concussed and they come back. But um, the thing with Tua really upset me. Like, if I'm a Dolphins fan, I want my quarterback out there. Like, we look at the injury report. Hope my guy plays. Hope my guy plays. Hope my guy plays. But when you see concussion, I'm just like, you know, maybe it's because we're older, but I'm like, don't come back too quick. You don't want to hurt. I don't want to see you die on the field. And I just felt that they – they, they drop the ball and you're playing with someone's life. Now we don't know if two was like, put me in, I'm fine. And then they just, I don't know how the system works. That was the, the report solo after the was first it? game. And yeah, the report was that after that first time that he was, you know, saying to reporters that I want to come back in. I want to play. Like there is a, there was basically there was a concern that he was not looking out for his own self-interest. Mm. See, and that they need to have someone on staff, not only the team doctors, but someone to be like, you know, say no. But, you know, teams want to win. They, you know, I remember, do you remember uh, Dave Wanstead? He used to coach the Dolphins. Yeah, he was a Cowboys coach, Bears coach. You could forget Bears. that yep. face. Yep. Yeah. 
I, I heard he was like one of those old school guys that, you know, you play hurt, you play, you're playing, yeah. you know, yeah, rub and, some dirt on it and go back. Out yeah. There. Well, the thing you, you mentioned with two was fingers, like, cause I remember, I think it was two years ago, Mason Rudolph that happened to, and I was like, what the heck is going on? Mm. He, I thought he died. And, and, and lady soul was like, no, that's because something's happening with his brain. Yeah. And then he played the next week. And I'm like that dude. And then he gets in a fight with miles Garrett, but I think it was the same year, but like, how do you, I I, I honestly, I was, I honestly thought the man died and that's what scares me. So they need to sit to a, for a while and let, let his, let his, because it's not the one concussion. I mean, that's bad, but it's getting the second one within a, what, less than a week. Yeah. Five days. I'm telling you these Thursday night football games don't help any players they they want to talk about player safety but yet they add another game and they do thursday night games and which is all about the money and teams need to rest i'm sorry i don't like the two the thursday games now as a fan i'm like hell i'll watch it i'm excited but as far as player safety i yeah. I, I we just get weird play on thursday it you just, made it just a great doesn't point. feel right solo you made a great point that this week the um what was it the the who, who it was the Vikings and the Saints played in oh, London, yeah. and then they're playing again. They're not getting a buy because they requested to have the buy later. Andy, you found yeah. this out, right? I yeah, saw Andy you guys write that. about this on Twitter. That was the uh, one of the guys that I had said last week when I follow beat reporters, Kevin Seifert. It works for ESPN now. He was, used to be a Vikings beat reporter, so I've been following him for a long time. And he usually he lives in Minnesota, so he always has a lot of good Vikings info. And yeah, they had they specifically petitioned the league to have it later in the season, just so they had a break closer to midseason instead of yeah. early on. To, Which I mean, it may, makes perfect sense. It does, but then it, it plays into exactly what we're talking about, which is yeah. we have to admit we have to come to a point. And for me, like you say, this really turns you off. I texted uh, a hustle. In our fantasy league, a hustle, of course, a dash. I crushed him this week, <laughs> yes, one eighty four to one thirty something. Uh, thank you, and uh, and he'll and he'll win. He'll end up winning the title anyway. But I got to enjoy this as the champion. <laughs> it's all our job to crush him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, I texted him after when it was a yeah I don't know it was a couple minutes after the two thing or whatever. It's like hey, you watching the game? Because you know we all do text each other. So he's like, you know what? Honestly, I turned it off. And I was, I mean, he had an emotional reaction to it. And I have to say, being as though it was the Thursday game, it kind of put a bit of a shadow on the weekend games. I still enjoyed them, of course. I love football. But it did make me sit there and think, you know, like here I'm watching this game where they literally have to protect these men from like permanently injuring themselves. And we're getting that enjoyment from it you know there's also so much racial and uh and class disparities like you point out so many of the players come from disadvantaged backgrounds you know Mm -hmm. where this is the only option they see but then again i think in my mind what you said as well solo which is these are different type of people right like right football to be a professional athlete a football player at this level, you have already been through it through, you know, literally college to the pros. 
it's just it's that mentality of a warrior and sacrificing the whole game is sacrificing your body man i just look at a wide receiver a, a routine pass where they jump in the air and then land on their side i'd probably break like four ribs my hip Right, my leg, my tailbone, your eye socket. It's just, I would be (laughs) so messed up. It's just like a, I don't know. What's your input on this, Ando? Well, I mean, I echo a lot of what you guys say. I, I, the biggest thing for me is that I mean, this has been going on for a long time, and the NFL seems like they're just kind of doing lip service. I mean, Mm -hmm. Junior Seau, that's been quite a few years now, and that was a big thing. And you know what? There really wasn't – the NFL has – if anybody has the resources to put hundreds of millions of dollars into research on this and get some something more for – not just tweaking the rules and all this stuff because that really – and teams are going to find ways around those rules, and it's still going to happen. Like like the uh, – I, I can't find – I was looking for it this afternoon, and I can't find it now, but I think one of the early reports on the, on the um, – Training camp where they were using the mushroom helmet thing. So what they call them mushroom helmets, what like yes. an inflatable thing. Yep. And it, it had said something like it had reduced concussions over fifty percent. Okay, so if that happens, why are you doing all this red tape of well, we got to study it more and we got to do this, we got to do that. Implement them now if it's that big of a deal. I mean, why that things are moving I so agree. slow on this? I and agree. it's and selfishly for myself, I mean. My five-year-old kid wants to watch football with me all the time, so he's he wasn't watching that game, thank God. But he wants to do this kind of stuff, and if he's going to be doing this in eight years or ten years, I want him to be safe. And the yeah. NFL is the only real organization that has the power and the resources to do something about this. It just the whole thing just really disappoints and kind of frankly pisses me off. Yeah, well, they teach, they're supposed to teach head. You know, they have the whole head up program, right? Which yeah. they push actually all the way down to like pee wee. You right? You have to teach head up tackling, um, and they have improved the helmets. But yeah, at I mean, this, it's not like they haven't done anything, right? But yeah, it just, they it just. I'm just yeah. I mean, it I, seems I, like there's they could be more aggressive on some yeah. of that stuff. I'm agreeing with you, but I also think that they they I just want to say they have done things, mm-hmm. but I think they're also then conversely, players keep on getting bigger, faster, stronger, right? Yeah, and but yeah. their heads do not get thicker, so that's not an evolutionary trait that's happening in the NFL. So. You're uh, as much as they seem to do on one side, the game itself seems to work against them. And that's the way I feel it echoes. I think the way I feel as a fan, I, I, we were watching the game. Lachlan is a Dolphins fan and he had actually, you know, he's 10. So he kind of steps in out of the room, but this happened and I rewound it and I brought him back in and I said, Hey, look what happened. This is you're enjoying this football, but you need to know the reality of what can happen to a person. And he was like, Mm -hmm. what's happening to him? And I was like, his brain, you could see the reason why his hand was the way it was is because that's how it was around the football. And then the football fell out of his hand and his Mm. hand stayed there, you know? So it was like that last echo of an impulse in his mind. And it's just so... I don't know. We I could go the on. Other thing and, that, oh, go the ahead. Other th- oh, one quick thing. The other thing that really disappoints me, I think, is that there obviously was something going on because the Dolphins fired the doctor and one of their trainers. Yep. I mean, there was people Thank fired. You. 
So if people are fired, they obviously something there would happen that wasn't supposed to happen. Whether he had a concussion, two concussions, or whether he was rushed back out there, or they let him go back, or they're trying to save face. Yeah, that's (laughs) the thing. Is it's like, oh, it's. I just the whole thing makes me feel kind of queasy. Yeah, definitely, it does, and it will continue to. And we can only just kind of bring it up and keep on thinking about it. It hasn't made me stop watching a game yet. Uh, At one point, it might, and I will have to add that Lachlan then asked me. Hey, Dad, has anyone ever gotten paralyzed? And I said, well, as a matter of fact, I was at a game where Dennis Bird was paralyzed right in front of me. I was in the fourth row of Giant Stadium, and it happened right in front of the end zone. And he ran into another Jets. Who was it? Kyle. um, Was it Kyle Mecklenburg that he ran into? And everyone, well, we, I don't remember. I can't, no, he was like, he played on Denver. Oh, okay. Sorry. Lindbergh. Yeah. Um, it was Kyle something. Oh, it was Kyle Clifton. And he I ran. I think that might be yes, right. Yeah. Sorry. He ran into his chest and everyone thought that the guy was, they were both on the ground and no one thought Dennis Bird was hurt because at that mm. time you just weren't thinking like that. And. There you go. And then I was actually at the game. What was it like a year or a little more later when he walked out at halftime? Oh, yeah. And I was yeah. at that same and sitting in the same seat. Mm-hmm. So I was able to kind of talk to him about that, too. But we'll keep thinking about it. Yeah, That's that definitely. one. In my, and of course, the Lions, Mike Utley was another. Oh, big one. Yes, yes. The thumbs up. I mean, it, yeah, yeah. Thumbs up. I, I mean, I remember that distinctly as a kid. I've never forgotten it because when you see them after these heroes of yours and then you, you see them with the cane and can't walk. It scares you, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just, it, it's unfortunate. I mean, I get what, what, you know, as a parent, you need to be concerned and it's a big decision to say, I mean, I wanted to play football. I played football. Then I got in my, uh, my accident and I couldn't play football anymore. And I was trying, but my, the doctor's like, if your head gets hit hard again, you might be in trouble the rest of your life. And it was the hardest decision, but even though I knew what the right decision was, but like I was, as a teenager, I was defined by playing football, my teammates, I walk in, you know, school with my letterman jacket or Jersey on. And that's how I had you, I identified myself. And when that was taken away, it was, it was crushing. And I was trying to say, maybe I can make a comeback. And then I just, I'm glad I didn't because I wouldn't have been ready because I physically, I probably wasn't because that happened in my sophomore year, my senior year, I was, I was physically ready, but I was like, you know, and then when I was in college, I felt, but I was like, if I tried to come back my junior year, I don't think I would have been half the player I was. And that might've been frustrating. And then I'm worrying about, you know, my parents are like, we don't want you, you know, so it, it, it was a tough decision, but like, I, I, I still have dreams that I've gone back <laughs> and stuff, but like, I, I just, I knew I couldn't and, you know, fast forward 20 some odd years. Now I'm like, I'm glad I didn't actually 30 years. Oh, Jesus. Ooh, you're breaking up a little there. Solo. <laughs> Right, is Let's he, talk about you, some fun stuff. Yeah, <laughs> the nonviolent yeah. part of the game. Are, are you Ando? Are you hearing? Oh, was I? Are you hearing Solo breaking up too a little bit? Uh, yeah, I was cutting okay. out a little bit there. Yeah, I don't. Oh, know. I was okay. I'll, I'll switch to Wi-Fi. But we um, 
we definitely uh, heard what you were saying. And yeah, Solo, that's something you... It's the pull of football. It's such an amazing game, you know? And, and I never... Like you were saying too, Axel, I mean, I'm still going to... I'm still watching. And yeah. I, I, what I hope happens is I hope this actually implements some cha- some faster changes to to help the health of these guys. I hope so too. Scary. I hope so too. All right, let's keep Can you hear me moving, now, guys? guys? Can you hear me now? Yeah, you sound good, baby. Perfect. Okay. Um, All right. Let's keep it moving. Uh, just a quick thing I wanted to throw out. I have just a little bit of stats, but it's an evolving thing. We talked a little bit about it, I think, last week, which is more rushing in the NFL. Um, I think mm-hmm. it's kind of interesting. I think that if even if you look at week one through week four, the number of 100-yard rushers has steadily increased from like five or four to nine. And the, and the number of hundred yard receivers is kind of plateauing somewhere between somewhere between, uh, 10 and 13. So Mm. obviously we still have more of an emphasis in the NFL. And if I, I had some stats that I was looking at the percentage of pass plays versus rush plays, that teams do and it does it does look like there's a little bit more of a balance so far this season as opposed to if you look overall last season like you had philadelphia which was basically 50 50 but then you you had but then there were only about let's see there were no teams that were less than that right and most teams were somewhere between 50 and 60 the highest being tampa bay at 66 percent passing um this year the jets are the highest actually 70 percent 70 percent passing new york just like we all predicted yeah um and then you know there are there are a lot of teams that are in the in the 60s right there's about let's see about half the league really but then you have a a number of teams atlanta philadelphia cleveland the giants san francisco tennessee which are about at 50 or below so can i tell you why that is let's talk about it yes solo look at the teams you just mentioned and who their quarterbacks are yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i was gonna say the same thing interesting yeah. I'm also wondering we, if some of this is still kind of what we've talked about last week with the the lack of preseason games and the quarterbacks passing timing and all that still isn't there. I'm going to be very yeah. curious if this if the rushing if that if that uh, split on the passing yeah. rushing continues throughout. Let's the keep looking at it because it could be. I don't know yeah. how much of a trend. You know what I'm saying? But I'm noticing it a little bit. I mean, but then again, like I was watching the. Uh, uh, bef- just before we came on, I was watching the uh, Seattle game, Seattle and Lions, and they were just like tossing it. Pew, choo, choo, choo. <laughs> it looked like fucking Madden, man. It was so fun. Geno Smith, it looked a little fun. But I just wanted Gino. to bring it up again because now that I'm looking at some stats, I was like, okay, wait. The stats actually show that this is something that's actually happening, that teams are running a bit more. And I mean – then, then you have Chicago, which is thirty-seven percent passing. But then again, they have a backup running back at quarterback. So, yeah, <laughs> that's exactly right. Uh, oh, I saw a good chunk of that game this weekend, and oh god, it's bad. Why? Yeah, yeah. 
I, I didn't have any. I'll, I'll get to that. I didn't have any other options at the time. I'll get to that. Oh, yes. Oh, I was, was a little tease for Ando's. Uh, yes. Um, well, let's move, keep it moving to Ando. You had an experience, and I really want to find out about this because I'm interested as a direct TV and Sunday ticket subscriber, and Solo is too. What is the NFL Plus app? Well, this. Um, I'll go into a tiny little story here. I, I mean, you guys both know that most of uh, most of Sundays in October, I am working most of the time, and it's so I don't usually get if I get direct or if I get Sunday ticket, it's not till mid season when I'm actually home to enjoy it because the first six seven weeks of the season, I can still watch a lot of football, but it's a and I can listen to it a lot when I'm in when I'm working because my job allows me to do that. So I usually a lot of times I usually listen to the radio, the radio broadcast, whichever ones I can pick up on AM or something like that. But um, I'm trying to think of a nice way to put this. I'm not really a fan of the Vikings home play-by-play announcer, really at all. Okay. He drives me nuts. Oh, that sucks. And <laughs> I, made, I made it about five minutes into the first quarter of the game on Sunday morning, and I'm like, I can't handle listening to this anymore. It's just, and I wanted to hear the game, obviously. So I'm like, you know what? NFL Plus has got a week, like a seven-day free trial. I'm like, I'm just going to sign up for the damn thing and see see what it while I'm there and I could just listen to the game on the, on my phone. Okay. And it's a it's a five dollar the cost is a five dollar tier and a ten dollar tier. I just signed up for the five dollar one. And what it gives you the ability to do, it's very limited, so it's kind of a niche thing so far. But it gives me the ability to watch all the local games in my market. So I can get like whatever games are airing in your market on CBS and Fox you get. And so I could I could flip but like I think the first game also had the I can't think the second or the first kickoff game had like the the uh, Bills and the Ravens was on and the uh, and the Packers and the Patriots in the late game. So I mean it's it's only three or four games during the day, and then it gets the Monday night game, the Sunday night game, Thursday night game are also part of that package. So anything on NFL Network is also there, but um, it gives you that. And importantly for me in the in the on the road, it also gives you broadcast to every every radio broadcast of every team. So I've always been a big – I grew up listening to baseball and football games on AM radio at night, so I am a big-time – I just love listening to sports on the radio the way it is. So I was able to listen to, like, the Denver Bron- uh, the Broncos broadcasters for part of the game and listen to the right, right. announcers. So it's, nice. you can get a, a cool sample of their I love of their that local too, Ando. Yeah, I, was, I used to listen to – I used to listen to the Jets games while I was at the game. I would listen mm-hmm. to the radio broadcast. Yeah, and this this would work good for that. I don't. I mean, the delay probably would be a little bit too much on this, but it, it's it was it's really awesome for that. It's great for. I think it's going to be great for travel. It's not perfect because, like I say, you don't get video of every game, and you don't. Um, it's only right now. It's only available on a phone or a tablet, so I can't even put it on my Roku or my Fire TV or anything like that. So until it has that availability, it's not really gonna, not really gonna be a practical for most people because you could just hook your antenna up to it anyways and get mostly the same stuff but it it worked great for what i was doing because i'm sitting in a tractor and i can't sit there and watch the whole time but i have a lot of downtime at that so i i can glance at it or i can switch to all those other games and listen to it while i am working so it was for five bucks it was it was a pretty good deal for what i needed for if you're sitting on the couch i don't think it was i don't think it would be useful at all and then i think on the the higher tier grade also includes uh, red zone and then you can also get replays of games and like the compressed games. I didn't go to the $10 level cause I just don't have time for all of that right now, but it, it's something I may do in the future as a alternative to Sunday ticket. If I decide to not go down that road again this year. So 
as far as the streaming itself, it for the most part, it worked pretty good. I mean, as long as I didn't flip around or go to different apps, it worked just fine. So all in all, for for the price, it's right for, for that kind of use. So I guess that, that was my experience. Not perfect, but better than what I was listening to, I guess. Cool. <laughs> Very nice, man. Um, can you, does it give you anything else like stats or anything else? Oh and- yeah. Yeah. You can still, you can still click around and like, yeah, get all, get the live stats and, and you can always click over to like the NFL channel. So even though it's not red zone, it's still giving you, you can watch get updates from other games all the time. Oh, okay, and stuff. So cool. it's, it's, it's got all that stuff still included, but I mean, you have to flip right. It's, you said it's, but it's a limited use cause it's, yeah. it has to be on your tablet or your phone. So it's, like I say, if I was just sitting at home, I don't, I wouldn't bother with it because what the hell is the point? Because when you have a uh, have a TV, so yeah, you know, I feel like this feels to me like the NFL is launching this as maybe kind of like a shell, like they're going to, they're kind of they're trying to get their software up and running, the streaming, learn, go through a season before maybe when they do the digital and it goes like uh Sunday ticket goes to I think they people are saying that it's going to Apple and once it does that I think maybe the NFL is going to also use it through this app you and know what what I was going to say is it feels a lot like that's what it's going to be yeah. because like even when you're when you're on the app and like I had the Vikings game up on the screen and I was scrolling through the bottom where you can see all the games. And if you click on one of the other games, it would say, how do you want to watch or listen? And it would say home broadcast, away broadcast, national broadcast. Mm-hmm. So, it, I mean, there's, there's already spots for it. There is one one actually super cool feature for you guys that like to w- tape games and watch them later. You can watch a game and there's an option to shut off all other scores. So you won't well, see cool. anything else happening on any games unless you enable the option to Say, are you sure you want to see live results? You might be spoiled on current games. Oh, which I thought was really cool. That's awesome. Oh man, I'm glad that they thought of that's okay. That's cool. Yeah, because I think that they're. It's just this when they launched this. This was weird to me. I was like, why are they doing this? I don't. They have other people that do it for them. I mean, they always had that where it was based more around radio. So when mm-hmm. you were talking about the radio, but knowing that it has that video component too. I bet you they'll it'll become bigger maybe next year. Yeah, it's it seems like a test thing. And I mean, yeah. I would I probably would have never done it if I like I said I didn't have the, the allergy to my home play-by-play announcer, but it, I'm I'm glad I did it cuz it's it'll be it'll be nice for me for the next couple of months, especially like I said being able to listen to all those other games cuz a lot of yeah. what I'm doing I have to use my hands so I can't be watching everything, but I can mm-hmm. listen to stuff and you also get a very different perspective on teams listening to their own announcers that Definitely. spend all the time with them. Definitely. So I enjoy that as well. Cool, man. Cool beans, brother. All right. Um, let's get to the games. Let's talk about our boys. We got the Jets, the Vikes, and the Cowboys. I'm going to start out this week because I actually have some positive things to say. Look at that. The Take J- as much time as you need here, Axel. <laughs> a well, good 30 seconds will good, work. A good 30 <laughs> seconds. Well, yeah, I don't want to get uh-huh. – I'm not getting too big on my uh, britches, in my britches, I should say, because I think the Steelers <laughs> kind of stink. And I really think that that first game, the defense was clicking, and it just – it what it's not. And I think that the Jets were able to – 
and Zach Wilson played a really good game. I was surprised. He he looked confident, little do, doing a little crazy running around stuff in the beginning of the game. And there was a, a sack that I thought was just kind of silly, but I think I, I was happy with him. Look a lot better than Joe Flacco. Finished with 252 yards, did have two interceptions. One was a bad throw, and one, if I remember correctly, bounced off someone. So, but you know, as they say, interceptions are interceptions. Um, Brees Hall. They're giving him the ball more, 17 carries, 66 yards only. There was a lot of running into the center's ass trying to establish the run. Um, I think Always feels good. Yeah, I think <laughs> last week I was saying that one of the problems was that they were trying to throw the ball too much to Hall and not, and not really let him establish the run. In this case, I think after a little while, they should have backed off. And they should have thrown him the ball a little bit more and stopped running into the ass. Um, even Michael <laughs> Carter, nine carries for 15 yards, 1.7 yard average. He's better than that. You know, that's not that's he didn't all of a sudden become that terrible. So even though Zach Wilson picked up the slack catching, he caught a touchdown, too. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a great game. I had a lot of fun watching it. It was fun because uh, A. Hustler was there and he was sending me pictures. But once again, the Jets' offensive line is just getting killed. This rookie, Max Mitchell, he went out. George Fant went out. I just think that, uh, you know, that's going to be a struggle throughout this season. I mean, it started out. We do have Dwayne Brown coming back, but um, he hadn't even really proved himself, (laughs) you know, like – he was just coming to the team to replace Mackay Becton. It's just a, a rotating bunch of dudes that often just leave Zach Wilson having to run and scramble around. But that should be what he's good at. That's why the Jets liked him. So well, didn't I see something that Zach was like had like close to a perfect passer rating in the fourth quarter? Yeah, he did. He came on like strong. It was like. It was like below 50 yep. in the first three quarters. Then the fourth quarter, he just annihilated. I didn't see any of that game. So, Well, you know, he 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 went around to the team and he said, we're going to go score a touchdown. And then they went and scored a touchdown. So everyone's really excited. We'll see what happens. We got Miami this weekend. Two is out, as we talked about. But Bridgewater isn't terrible. But um, I was pretty happy. I don't know. How about you and the Vikings, Ando? Well, I'm going to keep this short. Because just like last week, they won ugly. (laughs) Cousins, again, made a few plays when he needed to, but still not what I would call a great game. The play calling, I thought, became very predictable. There was a lot of long pass on first down. As you like to say, run into the center's ass on second down for little to no (laughs) gain. And then they're stuck in a third and eight and third and nine almost, I mean, way too many times. I mean, the offense just isn't quite in sync. I mean, Cook doesn't seem to have the explosiveness as normal, but at the same time, when you when you run on second and, I mean, the t- Saints knew it was coming, I think it was easier to defend. So I'm also hoping part of his was his shoulder injury. Um, there was a sad story, the first-round pick for the Vikings. I don't know if you guys saw this. Lewis Seen from Georgia had a compound fracture in his mm. leg. He's actually still in London recovering right now, out for the season, maybe oh, shoot. maybe career. It's it's a bad, like the bone was sick. It was bad. Um 
It's a little scary that New Orleans was able to move the ball pretty decently without Winston, Kamara, and Mike Thomas all out. Yeah. Then again, he was facing Ginger Power at quarterback, it's, so you yep. can't really stop that. Dalton, 20 for 28, and, 236. I, and I guess besides that, I mean, I can't really add and say a whole lot more. What can you say when your kicker hits five field goals and you still win the game? I mean, that's really all that, – that says it all for this game. A lot of just missed opportunities, and they luckily got a win. So I'm hoping it's just more what I said last week where they just aren't in sync yet. I'm hoping it's not the opposite, that they're just not that good in winning games by – getting a few lucky breaks. So that's my short, short uh, spiel on the Vikings this week. Yeah. Well, Ando, it come December when you're fighting for a wild card or we thought they were going to win the division, yeah. they still could. The, a win like this is what, you know, look, yep. it's just a win yep. in, in December that you're like, thank God we won that stupid game. Yeah. That's, you know, that's what so. I'm hoping. It's the, cause I mean, teams that in the playoffs, they all, they always win ugly games. So, you don't make the playoffs unless you win these kind of games. So that's that's my. I'm still I'm yep. still optimistic. Yeah, that was a weird game too. Just at, all those London games are weird. Lot and they just keep on doing them too. That's uh, London calling. Yeah, there's one this week too. They gotta bring if they can bring back. What was that jet that that used to go over from like New York to London and like. Two and a half hours, the supersonic. Oh, oh, the, Concord? the Tesla. The Concord. They've got to bring back the Concord, and then they can have a team oh, yeah. in London. Yeah, the um, Solo, the Dallas Cowboys. I just actually watched this game today with on Whistle to Whistle. Uh, good game. Uh, yeah. I'm going to say my pump the brakes of the week is pump mm-hmm. the brakes on the Cowboys. Yeah. They did play the Commanders. <laughs> yep. The Washington. They look like freaking Army. I was on oh, I was no. on Spotify Live with Cousin Sal and those guys. I'm like, hey, it's good that we're beating Army this week. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, it, yeah, it, you know, the defense played great. And in the past, crappy teams like this, they would score a lot of points but then give up a lot of points. And it would be like 41 to 28, and you're like, oh, what a dominating game. Like, yeah, it kind of wasn't. But the defense really came to play. Um, the only thing that really concerns me is that talking about running in the center's ass, Tony Pollard was like nine yes, attempts for yes. eight yards or something. I did know that, yeah. Uh, this was, yeah. This was a little ugly too, Solo, I have to say. The, it was, yeah. The score looks like more of a bigger win than it kind of was, even though they did control the game. Like, yeah, like I said, they controlled the game throughout. And Cooper Rush, is he's like – he reminds me, I'm not I'm not comparing this Cowboys team to the Tampa Bay Super Bowl team, but when Brad Johnson was the quarterback oh, yeah. and the defense, or Trent Dilfer, and the defense mm. carried. I don't know if the Cowboys are as good enough to carry them the whole season. They're gonna but Dak is coming back. So that will, even though he was awful against the Buccaneers, he's gonna be fine. Um but I, I'm just pumping the brakes because I want to see them beat good teams. They play the Rams this week. Rams are struggling, but you're on the road. You need if you really want people to say, "Hey, the Cowboys, you got to beat the Rams this week," and then you have Philly the following week. You got to go one and one at least. Yeah. Uh, if you lose both of those without Dak, granted, by beating the Giants and the Commanders and the Bengals, you're playing with house money. Because I was saying, if they could be 500 when Dak comes back, they have a shot at a wild card. Um, and so that's what I'm hoping. But I do like this defense. This defense. It still is the best pass rush they've had uh, in a very long time. 
Um, I mean, because whenever we had DeMarcus Ware, we had like Anthony Spencer on the other side, who was good, but underachieved. And we were running the three, four at that time. But now with, you know, like I've said before, Armstrong, Lawrence, Micah Parsons, uh, Fowler, um, they have people to rush the passer. Uh, And the interior of the line is playing much better. They're really deep at the defensive tackle position. Yes. Gallup came back at his first touchdown. Yep. They, they eased him in. That was nice to see because he, he, he is a good receiver. He's not a number one. And C.D. Lamb is starting since the drop season on Monday night, starting to come back. But again, it's against the commanders, and I want to pump the brakes. But I'm happy because I didn't expect them to win a damn game when that could hurt. So I'm, I'm really happy. The Rams game I'm nervous for. I just think the Rams stinking it up on Monday night. They're going to want to come in, but they have their problems too. I just worry about Aaron Donald up the middle, killing, killing uh, <laughs> our quarterback. But, uh-huh. but no, it was, uh, I was very happy with the win. Yeah. Um, I was a little disappointed in uh, Elliot though. I thought that he had been playing better. And um, didn't really. He just have much doesn't of a spark. break. Yeah, he he's a tough runner for like a few yards. Like he gets you those hard yards, but he can't break one. Pollard's got the juice, but they're just not each one. Elliot now in the, his career, where he is now, and where and what Pollard is, they're they're they're, they're yeah, the thunder and lightning, but maybe they're more like you know. A little rain, a little drizzle, and uh, a pump, I don't know, and <laughs> uh, and some firecrackers. But they, they, if you put them together, they'd be the complete back. But it's hit or miss with those guys because Zeke just can't break big runs. Pollard can, but then you see Pollard, you know, with these, um, you know, these bad runs. I mean, he just couldn't get any yardage. That, that scares me. But yet they beat a team like this without really running the ball well. It's just uh, so I'm happy, but I'm not quite I'm not I'm not calling them a NFC championship uh, contender just yet. I, I, I want to make the playoffs, but, um, you know, the Rams and Philly is a big test. And then when Dak comes back, how is he going to respond? How is Dak going to play? Yeah, we shall see. Uh, he wants to come back this week, doesn't he? Isn't that what he's telling reporters? Yeah, he didn't. He he didn't practice. He's still having trouble gripping the football. He's he will not be playing this week. Well, you got to have grip. You know what I'm saying, boys? You got to have hey, that kung fu grip. When you're running to the center's ass, you got to have grip. <laughs> you got to grip it. All right, let's talk about some other games. We'll just kind of run through them. Um, best of the rest the best of the rest this again i just want to point out too that this was the shittiest scheduled weekend where there were three games on late and they were not great games i don't know why they even though the patriots and packers turned out to be a better end to the game the game itself was boring as shit but the end of it was pretty fun um, I just think that, you know, I don't know. It's just stupid when they, it's because of this London game. I, I don't know what the NFL is doing, man. I, well, and this upcoming week, there's only three games on the late schedule, late slate again. Yeah. Cause of the London shit. So mm-hmm. instead of taking an Earl, oh, right. it's that coveted 10 AM, 1 PM start that they're going for 
um, and they ju- at the expense of everything else. I feel like in ten years, there's going to be all the games at at ten and one, one game late game, one five o'clock. You know, like they're going to make the late game. They're trying to push the late game to be another premier game, so they'll just be one. But anyway. Yeah. Long story short, for me it's good. For me it's good because the Cowboys are that late game. Yeah, so I can enjoy the morning and then watch the Cowboys and not worry about the Jets. Never play at one o'clock anymore. Four out here, four o'clock East Coast. They never anymore. It's always yeah. in the morning, which is annoying to me because I would have rather I'd rather it be a later game. But well, that's why that's why better. I sent you guys that wake up call it. 6 30 a.m your time when the mic is kicked off i knew i knew I axel wouldn't be up i thought maybe heath might be i i got up for the second half i uh, i did still pretty and good. i was up the, and i was up the whole day i took a nap during the buccaneers chiefs game uh i had yeah. to because i was which we're going to talk exhausted. about let's talk about that game yeah let's um, talk about it this was i think uh chiefs win 41 31 mahomes I think they controlled this game pretty much the whole time. I really, I didn't feel like Tampa Bay was really ever in this game. And I, I felt like the score makes it feel like it was closer than it was. I mean, in the end, I was actually surprised Tom Brady had 385 yards, three touchdowns, but it still felt like Mahomes with 249 and three touchdowns, one interception was uh was really controlling the game and their and their ground game too, right, Solo? Well, yeah, I mean, you had the whole hurricane, uh, them practicing in Miami. So you're thinking, are they going to be fired up and play for their state, or is it really going to be affected, worrying about their family and stuff? And when you fumble the opening kickoff against the Chiefs, not good. You set the tone really bad, and that's what happened there. Mahomes just was taken out. He, he took the game over. He made the Bucks. Yeah. This was supposed to be one of the best defenses in the league. And I w- I've been holding on to that because they the Cowboys only scored a field goal against them. And Mahomes just comes in and, I mean, they just go. They just, they scored 41 points on the Bucks D. So, I, you know, Brady did put up fantasy numbers. But, um, I mean, that offensive line, I think, is not that good. They just... It feels like 2019 Pats with some better names at receiver, but I, I, I you know, I'm never going to doubt Tom. They'll be a scary team. That if they're a wild card, they're going to be one of those teams you don't want to play in January. Yeah. But it, it, I'm not super high on them, and I was going to bet them, and I decided not to. And I'm glad I didn't because the Chiefs were just, whew, they just, you know, you, you, they capitalized and Mahomes did Mahomes things, pirouettes and fake jump passes. And, yeah. oh, my God, it felt like old Mahomes. Yeah. But still, still, he doesn't have a, a Tyreek, right? I mean, he relied a lot on Kelsey, nine receptions, 92 yards and a touchdown. But then, like, uh, Marquez Valdez Scanling. Ooh, I got to say that on a podcast, man. Ooh, I feel, you know, it was I'm, well done. <laughs> Take a shower. Yeah, I know. And then Juju Smith-Schuster. They had three receptions and five receptions. But it was like he was looking at Kelsey a lot. And there was a couple drop passes, too, from, I think, Moore and uh, what's his name? Nicole Hardman, who I I don't know why I still have him on my fantasy team. But they they actually got the running game going. (laughs) Clyde Edwards-Hilaire 
with 92 <laughs> yards. And a guy who I really like, Isaiah Pacheco. He's pretty good, man. 11 for 63, huh. 5.7 average. But Mahomes, what, you're right, though. It was That's good to see. It's like they have to. But that's forcing them maybe to be a little bit more balanced, which is cool, right? Like, I like that for that team. And uh, I agree what you said about the Bucks. That that's you know it was good to see Brady, uh, who is now I guess he's getting divorced. This is like the big thing. It's like everyone's yeah. he's getting divorced. I'm like, who cares, Tom? Who cares? Let like let's play football. Like I didn't care yeah, about it when he was married. Bad. Hey, you know? I did. But even though Giselle is still gorgeous. Um, moving on. Jags Eagles. What do you fellas have to say about this game? Well, I, and uh, uh, go. I this was. <laughs> I think this. Besides the, seeing the my Vikings, this was my most anticipated game of the weekend. I mean, yeah. I, I wanted to see if because I know we were most we were fairly high on the Jags last week, and I wanted to see if Philly was actually as good as I thought. I think they might be, and I think it showed. I think it showed exactly what most people thought. It, Trevor Lawrence has got some skills, and they've got a pretty good young team there. But Philly, the way they came back and won that game, and didn't panic down fourteen, didn't. I mean, I think I think Philly's the real deal, and I think Jacksonville still could probably is still going to win that division because it's so terrible. But they, they've got a ways to go yet. I don't know. It's yeah. it's it's an interesting yeah interesting four game. fumbles. It, it, yeah, four fumbles by Lawrence. It was a tough. It was a t- that's a very tough road game. Um, going into Philly is one of the hardest places to play. It just mm-hmm. is. And there's a really big home field advantage there. Um, Philly, man. Ooh. Yeah, they got the easy Rough. schedule, but they're playing well. They were down 14 nothing, And and they just yep. – I think I was texting you guys, hey, are the Jags. Yep, yep, yep. Fool's gold. Yep. Philly, pump the brakes. And then all of a sudden I'm like, wait, it's 14-14? Oh, wait yeah. a minute, 29-14? So Jalen Hurts my, is having a great year. Yeah, that was my big thing. How quick they came back. I mean, a lot of times when you're down 14, it's you don't it doesn't happen very often, and they just came roaring right back like it was nothing. So yeah, and they found Jags a rushing a young game. Team. Eagles found a rushing game too. Miles Sanders, 134 yards, two TDs, baby. Larry Sanders. Yep. Miles in charge, <laughs> as they say. Um, that was a good game. But, yeah, the Jags, I like them. But, yeah, they're young. And Trevor Lawrence just, uh, he's unrefined. Yeah. It's, yeah, they're the 91 Cowboys, like I mentioned last week. Yep. Yeah. He's unrefined. I, I they're, they're, they'll be there. But that I still like them. being a good comparison. Or maybe 19, I'm sorry, 1990 Cowboys. Fun 91, they were at 11 and 5. Yeah. Fun to watch. Another game that was fun to watch. The Bills and the Ravens. This was a interesting game here, Ando. This game was awesome. This was one of the ones I was able to. I had a lot of downtime during this game, and this was one of the games that was on that I was that had available to me. So I got to see a bunch of it, and I didn't like two weeks ago. I didn't see much of the Ravens game at all, and I just saw the highlights of Lamar, and I I forgot how amazing. I mean, the guy is a magician or a wizard. That first half, he was making plays that were just unbelievable. Yes. And I was like, the Ravens. I, I, I was, a, I was a little more down on the Ravens than most people. And during that first half, I'm like, the Ravens are, they're the real deal. They are. And then the Bills decided to, like, the, in the first half, the Bills looked like they were asleep. They, it was like no energy, yeah, no nothing. That's what I was gonna say. They woke up. 
Yeah, and all of a sudden they flip the switch, and it's like, okay, this is the best team in the league, and there's there's like almost zero question in my mind. They just when they turned that switch, they looked amazing. I I, I was super impressed with the Bill, both teams really for different reasons, and I think the Ravens. I'm I still could do a lot of damage this season, but the Bills really. The way they stormed back and just took that game over was it really impressed me. Yeah, they blanked them. It was a tale of two halves. It really like the Ravens just controlled the, that game, and uh, what they start out early with um, uh, Allen getting picked, mm-hmm. and uh, and then there was a fumble, and the Ravens are ahead, and you go into halftime thinking what was it ten to uh, twenty, and then it was. Uh, the Bills score 13 in the second half, and the Ravens are blanked. And Lamar is shut that down. One scares and... me a little bit about the Ravens, too, is it seems like a lot of what they're doing is, like, a lot of their offense is counting on Lamar to make a play, which I get because he's your best player, but <laughs> it, it just seems like that that's, their, that's always their offense. I know, but it seems yeah. like even no, more so than most. Yes, you're right. You're, no, you're right. They, their rushing is not as good this year. And, like, yeah. just I'm looking at the stats here. Like, Andrew's only two catches. I know Bateman got hurt, which hurts, but it's still shouldn't, – shouldn't Mark Andrews be a little more involved? He's one of the best tight ends in the league. And, I mean, it's – I don't know. I, I, I just, for some reason, it stuck out to me more this time that it was a, almost, I hate to say, too reliant on Jackson because yeah. how the hell can you not no, use that No, I agree weapon? with you. It but, reminded me of the Giants with Daniel Jones where he just keeps on taking off, right? It, it's, part of part of it was wondering if me, if like, if maybe part of what why Buffalo played so much better after that first little burst from Baltimore is they kind of figured out I how to... Yeah. How to kind of not contain Lamar because he can't really contain the guy, but how to game plan against a one man team. Yeah, I agree, man. That was a fun game. That was a fun yeah, game. I, what do you real think? Real quick, Solo? I just think you try to t- real quick. Uh, I think the, the game plan might have been to take Mark Andrews away and beat you with the receivers, and and they just really uh, there was nowhere to go with Andrews. I think that's you know from what I'm watching the game now, they did a lot of that. Mm-hmm. So. That so sense. that that probably had a lot of lot of problems with that, but just this, it was a tale of two halves. Mm-hmm. Yep, a tale of two halves, as they say, a famous book that they give people in high school. Um, also, before we before we get off the Bulls game or the Bills game, I have to give one little the Bulls. Mechanic. The Bulls, yeah, they're, they're next, right? <laughs> California um, Bulls, first and ten. I, I also was uh, when I got home today from work. Uh, my five year old son said, "Dad, we learned the Bills dance at school." And I, for some reason, he has, he has now become a massive fan of the Bills because one of the Bills offensive linemen posted this thing on Instagram or something yesterday or the day before in the post-game locker room of them all dancing and lip-syncing to I Want It That Way by the Backstreet Boys. Oh, that's And cute. so Luke is trying to do Brother. the dance. He just he loves the Bills now. And Josh Allen is in there. And <laughs> because of the Backstreet Boys, he's become a giant Bills fan, which I guess is better than him running around the house yelling, Go, Go Pack, Pack Go! Go. I I, I didn't mention that in the pod last week, but I should have because if if he's more from the Packers to the Bills, I'm a very happy man. So, yeah, yeah, that's true. You wouldn't like, yeah, Packers, no. Bills, 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 Dolphins, your kids. You got a rivalry between the Andos and the Polos. There we go. It's all AFC East family, baby. (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. Everybody's coming on home. I like it. Like the. It's like the ABC family. Yeah. They'll live DeVoe. Oh, no, 
I was oh, just yes. thinking of that. Slick. The East Coast family. ABC, BBD, boys. Yeah, I like it. All right. Um, let's talk a little bit about the Monday night game, only because uh, where the Niners defeated the Rams 24 to 9. Um, this game was uh, not the most exciting game. Debo made it kind of exciting. I like him. But um, not so much the game itself. What do you think about the Rams? Uh, I don't know, boys. What's our feelings about the Rams? Our Super Bowl, our Super Bowl I winners think, last year's now just two and two. I think this was more about San Francisco's defense than it was about mm. the Rams' offense. Here, I mean, all of all four of us picked the Rams last week to win, and I don't think we had any questions <laughs> about it because the week before Jimmy G didn't look like he could throw his way out of a wet paper bag, but. The, the, you look like that, Kenny G. Yeah, yeah, exactly <laughs> right. Playing saxophone out there. I mean, I the the 49ers defense is going to win a lot of games just cuz they're they're freaking good. Yeah. This whole the whole NFC West is all 2 and 2. Um it's kind of interesting. These teams all are like, "Okay, ooh." Like I just that's how I feel about all of them, except <laughs> they were boring. Yeah. Very boring. I mean, you got well, Debo Debulu-licious doing some things and Cooper Cup on the other side. Yep. But I'm bored with these teams. Yes. I didn't even watch a lot of the game, to be honest <laughs> with you. I was cleaning the bathroom and go, I was popping my head in. Yeah, I, I, you know, I was like, I'm going to clean the bathroom tonight. That's how much I love this game. And it's just like, except, you know, me and A. Hustler, he had uh, he had uh, Ayuk and I had uh, Debo. So I was, you know, monitoring that, but. I you know some this is just some teams that bore the hell out of me mm-hmm. and you know I, I it, but I, I hope the Rams are even more boring against the Cowboys this week but <laughs> you know you you get what what San Fran did in Denver lose eleven to ten and then they demolish the world champs dominate the world champs on Monday night at home but McVeigh is what he's like zero and seven or one and three and seven with the postseason against. Shanahan. Yeah, yes. It's That's what I was going like to say. That. This is something a grudge like match uh, type deal here where these two te- This is Jeez. like a big rivalry and obviously. Uh, throw all the records out kind of game. Yeah, is that what you're trying to yeah. say? Yeah. We know all the. I mean, Divisional how many game. times during yeah. this game did they show that fucking picture of the Shanahan tree and that Washington? Oh, God. And then uh-huh. somebody said, I don't know what podcast I was listening to. And I was like. <laughs> Was that team that good? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, did they know what they They keep on showing this fucking picture. Um, I mean, like the Bill Walsh tree they yes. started with. And I guess they did the Parcells tree a little bit. But like the Bill Walsh tree, like, all right. You know, Dennis Green, Shanahan. You had a lot of those. But yeah, you like, look at this tree. And it's like, hmm. <laughs> well, the like NFC The Belichick tree weird. ain't very good. Um, but I did... Like, I did want to quickly mention, I don't know if you guys have much to say about the Seahawks and the Lions game. Um, I mean, I just have to shout out my man, Gino. He of the broken jaw, uh, famously for the, I mean, that was at one point in time, that was my QB. You know what I'm saying? I'm out of West Virginia. And he was playing and, and. People forget he was actually playing great that preseason, playing a lot like he's playing now. He's he, what does he have like an eighty percent 
completion percentage or something it's like 77 point yeah. three or something it's crazy yep. and i just rewatched this game because i caught it of course a little bit here and there but i just rewatched the whistle to whistle today too and i was really impressed i mean he's still every once in a while he does a geno thing where like he just starts spinning around and then he just throws <laughs> the ball um but luckily in this game there's no interception and he really i mean he kicked ass. I, I was like, wow. I, I, I don't know. I felt kind of, it's just, it's a sweet story. You know, it, it's not often you get a chance to come back, but th- I didn't think I'd see Gino go 23 for 30, 320 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Rashad Penny kicked ass too, 151 yards. But I think that's really just the Lions. Both of these defenses are terrible. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, there they are. It there was just no like defense. pitch and catch shit going on. There's huge numbers on it. Yeah. I mean, there's just stats. Right? Goff's numbers are crazy too in this game. I mean, yes, 378, four touchdowns, 26 for 39. Jesus. Only one interception yeah. too. Jamal Williams, 108 yards rushing. So it's like it was. It's like both of these defenses on every level is bad. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, they're not. But it was a fun game to see, watch. Seattle's got to be pretty damn happy they unloaded Russ Wilson for what they did too, because it's yeah so far so good. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I would have to say it'd be. I I'm going to be rooting for the Seahawks. I really am because. I look at this division, and out of the Niners, Rams, Cardinals, and Seahawks, the team that I'm actually like interested in watching, or I would flick over to, is now the Seahawks after four games. So, go Gino. I'm still not flicking over, but flicking <laughs> over. <laughs> All right, a solo wants to talk about the Packers and the Pats a little bit. I mean, it's worth mentioning, Just, definitely. Yeah. They, the Packers screwed my twenty-five to one parlay oh. because they did not cover. Uh, this so game, was... I was, I was pissed off, and I hate the Packers even more for doing that to me. Uh, Bailey Zappi. It's so oh, funny because yeah. my my cousin, her old boyfriend. His name was DJ Zippy. So I text my dad, "Hey, G- DJ Zippy, DJ Zippy Hines." <laughs> to be. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> he was a cousin of, uh, actually from Florida. So go, I don't know. It could be, um, but it was just, you know, I've never seen Belichick so fired up in a long time. The yeah, game planned well. Yes, he yeah. Was. He was like, he, he was like <laughs> trying to do the timeout and he kept going and he's, he, he I, I was like, Whoa, Belichick. Yeah. Um, it just shows you too, that I guess, the, you know, the Patriots do, when they can game plan still, and they have a good defense. Uh, not a great defense, but they have a solid defense. And to go on the road in Green Bay, and this may be a more of an indication, too, that if you can stop the run pretty much, Rodgers and these young receivers, it's not the same. Nope. It's just not. He misses Devontae nope. well, big time. That was the same thing the Vikes did in week one. They shut down that run, and – Rodgers and the and the passing couldn't get it going because that's that's why the Vikings blew them out because it was I, the question I have for you guys about these these two teams are are the Pats better than we think or are the Packers worse than everybody thinks or is it a combination of both or neither? 
Uh, I think it's a combination. Yeah. Like Solo said, this is still the fucking Bill Belichick's playing the game. Yeah. You know? So that 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 always has to be counted on. And but as a Jets also, fan, I, mean, I know that. The Packers going against a third-string quarterback that never taken a snap and drafted in the fourth round, and they weren't able to dominate him? I mean, I've just yeah. seen Patriot games like this DJ before. Zippy. Yeah, well, you I know, that's with, true. with it, Harrison Ford. No, well, with fucking, oh. I don't know, Jimmy G or when, when, you yeah. know, when, uh, when Brady would get hurt or when he would be hobbled or something. And then they win the game like seven to oh, 10 Hoyer. or some shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Whatever. Like I just, yeah. to me, I, when you have Belichick in the equation, you just, you have to give that weight. I think the Packers are not a great team. I think I didn't think their defense was that fantastic. They're allowed some bigger plays, and I just think that uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Aaron Rodgers, said it himself after the game. Even though he did pretty good, twenty-one for thirty-five, two hundred fifty-one yards, a touchdown, and a rare interception that even he looked like. Did I throw that? <laughs> like, yeah, that was throwing a, a couple one. on back-to-back yeah. weeks, um, which you don't see too often. Yep. But uh, he's just like, we can't play like this. Like, even after they won, you know, in overtime. Yeah, I mean, they still won. But the Pats, I think that's really, there are few games where you could say you got outcoached. And LaFleur, I mean, they had a great year last year, lost the playoffs. But, it, you know, Belichick, Belichick pulled out one of his game plans uh, that, is what he does. He just doesn't have yep. the personnel to do it when you got Hoyer and DJ Zippy. But, and you know, it, it, it's, it's just, man, there's a lot of these ugly games. Mm-hmm. It may, it may not even be just the pre non preseason thing. We may just, cause look about it. We have one undefeated team. This only left. Yeah. I mean, early. when is that? It's usually at least a couple. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it's, uh, it was a it was a weird game. I'm still mad because I lost money, uh, well potential to win big money, uh, but it just uh, yeah, it, it, it is what it is. And uh, hopefully DJ Zippy will do well this week. Got <laughs> throwing that again. Yep, Eagles only undefeated team, and can you believe that the Giants and the Cowboys both at three and one? Who would have thunk it? The big blue and the the blue star. Um, Solo, you wanted to talk about veteran bridge QBs yeah, real, and rookies? Yeah. Okay, so throughout time, um, let's say you got a bad team. Or a uh, perfect example in recent is the, uh, let's say the 90, when, when did the Browns come back? 99, I believe, is yes. when they came back as the Cleveland Browns expansion team. And they drafted Tim Couch, number one overall out of Kentucky. But they didn't want to throw him in the fire yet, so they signed Ty Detmer. And Detmer was awful. They got shut out opening night, Sunday night game against the Steelers. I think it was 28 nothing or 35 nothing. I mean, he threw like four picks, five picks. And you see that a lot. And it's happened with Pittsburgh where they bring in Trubisky, who's been a has-been but a veteran who can lead a team on the field, but not necessarily to a win. And then they draft the quarterback, the rookie quarterback, and they don't start him right away. But then they panic in week three or four and throw the rookie in. Even though Tomlin didn't want to play him this year because he needs seasoning, he needs that. But now he's, you know, got thrown in. And we see that a lot with teams, the bridge quarterback with the young guy. 
but, and it's usually not like a great bridge quarterback. It's a veteran, like a Brian Hoyer or someone like that, who no can run an offense, a Geno Smith per se, even though they don't they have drew lock and really don't have the future QB yet, but it always seems that they cut bait with that veteran quarterback after they're zero and two or one and three, and then they throw the rookie in too early. And I just thought I want to bring that out there that 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 is always a trend. But the veteran quarterback never lasts the season with the you know they always throw in the rookie even if he's not ready. And it happened with Pittsburgh; they were looking for a spark, and Pickett played okay. Three picks isn't good, but he just doesn't seem ready. And that was against the Jets. He's going to Buffalo this week yeah. so that, that's, that's really <laughs> I didn't talk about him and when i was talking about the jets game that was exciting for the pittsburgh fans and i liked it i liked it so i'm i agree with you solo but i'm i'm usually rooting for the young guy but in this case yeah i don't know about the thinking uh, here because he's gonna get walloped pittsburgh has a couple rough games coming and yeah. uh that ain't gonna be Maybe easy like for four him. in a row that's rough for them I, th- I think a lot of it is just that it's unfortunately it's it, it really has become a win now league all the time, and the coaches mm-hmm. are on such short leashes that especially if you're in a later season. I mean, the Steelers not so much because Tomlin. I mean, Tomlin's going to go go until he wants to oh, quit. Oh man, yeah. Look, but for most coaches, oh, they gotta especially when a lot of them now are responsible for the drafts or, or have a huge part in the draft or say this is my guy, I want him, and. And like I say, that's such a win now league, and the patience just isn't there anymore. I wish they would. I mean, I wish the Vikings would have done more of this because they've done things over the years where they've signed retread quarterbacks and not and not actually draft anybody. <laughs> Before Cousins, it was I mean Sam Bradford, Case Keenum, uh, Matt Castle. I mean, oh, you can just God, list off yes. tons and tons of them. Donovan McNabb for a while. I mean, Gus Farad. It's going. The list goes forever and ever. And they've tried drafting Gus guys Farad. every once in a while. Yeah, we should probably stop that list right now. Yeah, yeah, it's only going to get worse. <laughs> but, well, like even even with the even when the Vikings signed uh, Brett Favre, that was kind of a stopgap quarterback until they could get a a, a rookie guy in there because he was in the end of his career. It's, yeah. Well, well, the, the, that was a try to win now thing. Yeah, you know, well, it, it was both. Um, I think actually. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, but look the, at uh, the uh, we were talking about the Steelers' next games. Bills, Bucks, Dolphins, Eagles, Saints, Bengals. That's what they've got coming up. Oof. So I, I think it's a, it was a mistake to put Pickett in this early. I think. I mean, it's it they, fun, it's too bad they yeah. can't have any patience. But I, I I get it too. But it's tough. What was he finally? He was ten for thirteen, one hundred and twenty yards, three interceptions, and he had the two rushing touchdowns. Which I don't know if that's an indication of a good day, but. You know, yes. at least at least he had that. Uh, but yeah, the three picks, oof, in one half. Ugh. Yeah, and yeah, wait till a team like the Bills can plan game plan for him. Yeah, uh, I, you know, I'm rooting for the kid. I liked him at Pitt. Um, I know they say he has small hands, <laughs> but you know, uh, okay, whatever. Small, arms, uh, you know, I know about pockets. gripping the ball. Yeah, something like that. And I, you know, I'm rooting for the kid, but I, I just think he's in a tough situation because that old line is bad, and they can't run the ball. Mm. So they have the receivers, but that sometimes doesn't work if you can't yep. protect your quarterback. Yep. All right. Well, let's move it on, baby. Um, I it. was given an assignment to watch a game: oh, Kentucky yeah. versus Ole Miss. Um, our game of the week. 
because I was checking out the stud Will Levis at quarterback for Kentucky. <laughs> and I did watch this game. I can't say that I was always paying 100% uh, attention because I do find college sometimes gets away from me. Like I say, I'm not a big college football fan. Um, but, uh, I did enjoy the game and I like Will Levis. He's a big motherfucker. Yeah. The big it, guy, six, three, like two thirty two. Yeah. Um, I thought his, his line is rough. Uh, but having that, I think it uh, is Rodriguez, the running back. I can't remember. He was his first game back. He's like a top 10 running back prospect. Yeah. He was pretty good. Um, and, I, you know, it was good to see him. Like, I, it was too bad a, a Will Levis isn't on, like, a, you know, a better team because it would be, would have been nice to see him compete, you know, against in the SEC. Well, he is in the SEC, but with a better team around him. Uh, so, you know, but, you know, it, I wasn't, like, overly impressed, but I was impressed at his traits, his toughness, and that throw at the end where he complete – you think you got the game-winning touchdown and it's a flag. I was like, oh, watch the Cowboys game? Oh, no. Um, <laughs> but, but, like, he, he, I like this kid. I'm going to keep following him. Yeah. It was I, – I, I, I'll take another assignment. Maybe I'll pay better attention. All right. Well – uh, before we get to Ando's Minnesota Gophers, over, let's just hit that Ando. They lost yeah. me money. Get I thought they covered it out of the way. You uh, told me like I think two minutes before the game, all the the top running backs not playing. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, that's the guy I had talked about last week. That's on the Heisman watches, and this is something about college football. They don't have to announce the injuries, like like oh, an injury really? report. They don't have to. So oh. the Gophers coach didn't announce anything, even listening to the Gophers announcers. And they're like, we don't know where Ibrahim is. Ibrahim's not starting this game. We don't know what's happening. Turns out he oh. tweaked his ankle at the end of last week's game. And the Gophers never said anything about it to anyone. And it's, I, I, oh yeah. And I mean, he wasn't the only reason they lost that game, but it was, no, it was just an embarrassing. Just bad. Yeah, it yeah. was bad, 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 bad. It's I I blame myself for hyping them on the podcast last week. That's it's I blame you too, Ando. I blame yeah, you too. As you should. As you should. <laughs> no. Luckily well, they no, have they, a week off this week, so they can't blow any money yeah. for you this week. So Well, there was a couple of weeks ago I was against Indy. I forget they blew out some team and they won me money. Colorado, I can't remember probably. now. Yeah, because because I watched Colorado. And they're one of the worst teams in the yeah. in the whole nation. So yeah, that's bad. when I knew. I go, Minnesota's going to crush them. And they did. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so, Axel, so this week, game of the week, we got – it was the old – they don't call it – it's the Red River Shootout, Texas versus Oklahoma. Now they call it like the Red River Showdown. But mm-hmm. I don't care. In my books, it's still the Red River Shootout. Um, I'm not going to go shoot people because it's called that. So I'm just uh, – I like the no, old West whatever. No, I'm not. I'm not. Sorry. But um, this is a great rivalry. I watch this game every year. It's up there with Ohio State, Michigan, those types of rivalries. And so I want you, I want us to watch this game this week. It, even though the teams aren't as good as in the past, it's still a great rivalry. Even watch it for the crowd, the pageantry, you know, and that's the one thing about college games. It's the fans, you, you know, NFL game, you got corporate people, you got drunk season ticket holders and different things, but college is a lot of students, a lot of alumni, and it's just fun to see the, the atmosphere is fantastic. Yeah. So, 
And the prospect I want you to watch for Texas, if he even plays, who knows, now that Ando told me they don't have an injury report, is uh, B. John Robinson. Is that his name? Oh, I've heard of <laughs> him. Yeah, I think oh, that's how you say it. I've yeah. heard yeah, of B. him. Yeah, B. John. B. B. John. Okay, he's right now on uh, NFL Network, uh, the scouting there. They have him as the number one running back prospect right now. Okay. So, so I know the Jets won't draft a running back. Cowboys could. No. Are you looking at the next Cowboys running back? If they get mm. rid, if they cut Zeke next year and don't want to sign Pollard, Pollard, they're going to have to. Um, so uh, let's watch him this week and see All see right. see if he lights it up for us. And he, like you said, even if you lose interest, you know, fast forward, whatever, maybe, you know, maybe watch him a few series, see what he's got. You know, you don't we, you don't have to watch the whole thing. Yeah, just, no, you know, I did. I notes. You know what I mean? I like to pay attention to the whole thing. I like watching Will Levis because he's my kind of QB, man. I like I like the tall, big dudes. You know what I'm saying? Like the Josh Allen's yeah. types. Well, he, and the thing with this dude. game too, it's it's been extremely high scoring and and uh, exciting. Like the last two years, it's 55-48, 53-45 was the scores. So it's it's going to be exciting. Cool. The uh, there's a guy that I am actually want to watch in this one too. Oh, good. At uh, I don't know if you guys have heard this name before, but he's kind of notable. Quinn Ewers, the quarterback for yes, yeah, okay, for Texas. He was in 2021 was the number one recruit in the country and went to Ohio State. He played two snaps, transferred out of Ohio State. He's also notable because he skipped his senior year of high school and signed a million dollar name, image, and likeness deal. Wow! And didn't play his senior year. After the two snaps in Ohio State, he transferred back to Texas. And this last, he's a freshman or a sophomore, I think, one of the two. And he actively helped sign Arch Manning, the number one recruit quarterback for 2022, to Texas. Wow. So they're going to have the two best, two number one rated recruits two years in a row, both playing quarterback. Arch Manning, Axel, if you don't know, is the oh, yeah, nephew of, of Eli and Peyton. Okay, I wasn't sure. Not everybody follows college. So so he's he basically, this Quinn helped him help Manning come there. And Quinn is supposed to... He's got a little injury bug, but he's supposed to. He was a number one recruit in the country, dual threat quarterback, good mobility, great arm. I really want to watch him play, especially since they've got another stud quarterback coming in next year. It's just, it's fascinating. That's going to be interesting. Will he transfer? Will he stick around? Yeah. And right, you know, that's going to be, ooh, that's a good thing to watch in the college offseason, Ando. Because usually you don't hear that. Mm -hmm. I will tape, I will DV to the R that, that game, fellas. I will definitely yeah, I believe be doing that. It's usually ABC early. early yeah, I'll check um, it out. But I could, yeah, you, you can find it on the, you know, the interwebs and whatnot. Usually on Saturday, I like to watch Formula One because they have qualifying. I've become a big Formula One fan. Um, but uh, I could squeeze oh, and they, it. They, I think they play it at AT&T Stadium, don't they? Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. They moved it. To, actually, they did. I believe they did. So... Maybe the pageantry won't be – you'll be able to see it here and there. Oh, I'm sure <laughs> the bands will make the trip. They always it's do. Still yeah. co- it's still college football. Yeah. I mean, That is one thing yeah. I, I have to say. When watching college football, sometimes the levels is just too much. As And I know they can control that, but I don't really need to hear every fu- – like. The marching band song every time. Yes, every fucking time. It's a little annoying. But uh, I guess that's part of the pageantry. Sorry. Yeah, Axel, I like that stuff. (laughs) Sorry, I don't really like it. One time, a grumpy old man. 
Grump, yep. uh, grumpy old man doesn't like that. Uh, I like I like that stuff too, Heath. So I'm with you. All right, yeah. I'm trying to take a fuck. Axel, Axel, when he hears that, Axel, Axel <laughs> thinks uh, the House Targaryen or something. Yeah. Uh, Starks are coming. Yeah, it's King Joffrey's wedding. King Joffrey's um, wedding. All right, let's let's keep it moving. We're doing pretty good. I think we're I think we're moving a little more briskly this week. Uh, we're feeling good going into the last segment here. All right. Yes. Where uh, Brett is going to join us. Brett's picks. Um, Brett's picks. Yeah, not really Brett, but his picks. Uh, Andy <laughs> has been sent the confidential nuclear codes to access. It was, it was, it was kind of funny, Axel, because since I was, I was like totaling all the stuff up last night and I thought, you know what? I'll just send Brett a message right now and tell him we're recording again to send his picks in. So when you texted all of us today to have him send his in, he had literally just sent me the email like two minutes before you sent that text. Oh, man, that's which awesome. was, it was It was kind of funny. Now, Ando, are you going to do it like Karnak, or are you going to actually uh, <laughs> I, I don't have. I haven't prepped that much. So Dating I, myself. I, yeah, no, no fancy Carson tricks tonight. Yeah, okay. I remember that. Nice hat. Um, oh, and he, Brett does want to join us at some point. He said maybe not until November. Of course. He does want to join. And I said anytime. By November? Why November? Atlanta I, I think be he, out of it he's booked up, I think he's booked up with other podcast appearances oh, between okay. now and then. And we oh, couldn't get pardon me. Schedule. Pardon he's me. He's still studying Brett. the last season of Westworld. <laughs> um, <laughs> I never right. finished it. I never finished it. Oh, well, I yeah. can't. Yeah, we didn't we drop out. Again, so. No, no, I dropped out. I, I couldn't <laughs> handle it anymore. We won't bother. Anyway, that's for another pod. Um, Another pod. Last week, Ando, why don't you tell us how we did? Well, uh, Brett is leading the pack. He was 10 and 6 straight up, and he was 10 and 6 against the spread. And all all three of us were 9 and 7 against the spread. We were 10 and 6 straight up, but we, there was, I can't remember. Let me see which game we we all missed. uh, We missed one of the. Well, the Packers definitely. Oh, but we, yeah. do we all pick the Packers? Uh, no, we. Well, Heath picked New England, or not Heath. Brett Heath, I'm New right England. here. Yeah, no, I know Brett he picked did. New England, but the rest of us picked Green Bay. There was one. Okay, let okay. me see which one it was. Uh, I can't remember which one it was, but either way, <laughs> you'll, you'll listen to around find, the couch live. My, my 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 notes are too scattered here, but either way, the three of us are behind. Brett is at ten and six, and we are the rest of us are at nine and seven. All right, not bad. And for the listeners, any new listeners, we started picking games, but we officially started picking games with Brett. Brett's picks. And you know so what? We'll hey, keep, going to keep. Let me interrupt picks. you for a second. Yeah, you were right. It was Green Bay. We all picked Green Bay to win, yep. but they didn't cover. Yeah, yeah. Right that's there. why we were tested. Yep. That's why. I Brett's, yep, picks, yep, yep. Brett's picks. All, all right. right. Tomorrow we kick it off with the Indianapolis Colts at the Russell Wilson-led Denver Broncos. Indy plus three solo. I'm taking the Broncos minus three, probably no Jonathan Taylor for the Colts. I don't believe in Matt Ryan. However, I do not believe in Russell Wilson and the Broncos, (laughs) but I do believe in the Broncos defense. And I think, uh, I think could be a push, but I, you know, I think they can win, but they'll cover and win, but be careful of the push. If it goes to three and a half, I wouldn't take them. All right. Um, what does Brett think? And you, Ando, you got Brett's picks this week, not me. Uh, Brett's Brett, picks. Brett 
and myself are going to take Denver. I don't want to take Denver. I hate Denver. I think Russell Wilson is washed up or, or is close to being washed up, but I really dislike the Colts even more. So I'm going with Denver. Mm, all right. Well, gosh, this is tough because this game's going to suck to watch, but uh, <laughs> going back to the Thursday games last week, they were like, oh, hot teams. The two gets all fucked up and then they're like back to the shitty games. Um, <laughs> let's see. I'm, I'm going to, you know what? Fuck it. The Colts what? suck. I'm going to, Matty Ice is on ice. I'm going with the Broncos too. I think that they, whatever, they can cover three points. I'm going with the Broncos. All right. So we're all taking the Broncos, right? Yep, across the board. All right. I thought you were going to fake us out and say the Colts suck. I'm taking them. No, fuck I that. so too. It's a sad story, you know. I I you know, I wanted Frank Reich to find a QB at some point. It's like he's like a guy who keeps on dating like women who cheat on him or something. You know what I mean? like, <laughs> he just can't find his love. Yeah, he, he can't find it. You know. Yeah. He, he like he, he he goes back to his old girlfriend Carson Wentz and what does he do? He fucks with someone else. You know, and then he gets Matty Ice and Matty Ice is like I can't get it up anymore. It's just it's <laughs> it's it's a hard life being And uh, Philip Rivers said I'm going to leave my wife for it's, you and yeah. nope, he doesn't. Yep. He doesn't. He wife and out. five kids yep. he had. Five kids. He he said he would do he's it, got but more. he didn't he's got do like it. Eight. He's got like eight kids. Oh, I know. He is He a, lives uh, near my buddy my buddy Kiwi in Palomar. Oh, was wow. At my wedding. Yeah, they have a home up there. It's pretty mm-hmm. crazy. A home in Philip Palomar. Rivers, baby. All right, yeah. next up, we got this fucking London game. Who's going to wake up at 6.30 a.m. on the West Coast, 9.30 a.m.? I'll catch it while I'm eating uh, breakfast. I'll catch the end of the game. But it's actually, I find this game to be kind of interesting. And it's the Giants versus the Packers. The Packers are home, quote, unquote. And the Giants are getting eight points. Mm. And the, the, the over-under is 40 and a half. Interesting. So they're pretty much saying like, you know, Packers 28 to 10 or mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to go fool me once. Shame on you. Can't bet on the Giants. I'll bet the pack minus eight. I, the Giants are not good, uh, but the Packers aren't great. But this is the type of game they win like 24 to 10. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go the pack. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's keep going in the same order. Ando. just, you can go with Brett. You're yeah. in Brett's pick right after solo. Around the couch live. Brett is taking the New York football giants. Okay. And I am, I do have to say one thing about waking up early. I saved one of my fantasy teams because they Kamara was listed as out like two minutes before kickoff. <laughs> oh, and I no. luckily caught it on alert on my phone to switch out. I ended up winning a game in another league because of that. So it is you worthwhile know, Ando, just waking up for 10 <laughs> minutes and then going back to sleep. You got the worm. I luck I luck out because in my hard-ass dynasty league, I'm in with Glenn. Mm-hmm. Uh, his league, he started 30 years ago. I've been in there like 10 years now, I guess. Um, we're all, we are allowed to have backup players. So if someone is out, you can substitute. Oh, so that's nice. So that's why I didn't set the alarm because I have Kamara on my team. And so I was able to put 
Tony Pollard in, which who got me one point. Yeah, I know. So, <laughs> I started him too. Uh, it didn't matter. It didn't matter because I won uh, handily, but um, this week. But yeah, I was like all excited. I'm like telling the question, make sure you get Pollard in for me, blah blah. And then he does nothing. So who are you taking, sure. Brett? I mean, uh, Ando. <laughs> it's, it's gonna it, it's gonna kill me for the second week in a row. I have to take the Packers because yeah. I don't th- I don't think the Packers can score 30, 40 points anymore with this offense, but. I think they're going to score enough to cover the spread because the Giants are just not. Ooh, could be a teaser team. Tease it down to two. Packers by two. Packers win by three. Hmm. Put that in the memory bank, as yeah. Bill Simmons always used to say. <laughs> you know, the teaser. this is a tough one for me because uh, I kind of want to take the Giants because I'm a bit impressed by them, actually. With a big win over Chicago? But no, well, oh my God, yeah, <laughs> against the backup running back at quarterback. But I'm gonna go I'm gonna keep on using that line until it doesn't work anymore. It's still working though. <laughs> um I you know what? But I just I think in London, Rogers when he says shit like that after a game, we can't win like this, he's gonna be pushing these motherfuckers. You know, he's relentless. Um I think the pack is gonna cover. So I'm taking the Packers. I'm taking the Packers. All right. Then we have uh, a real gritty, down and dirty, the Steelers at the Bills. And you know, this, <laughs> I like the line that. on this. I like that NFL Films voice. Yeah, I know, right? I was trying to bring that, even though it's not really going to be like that. But who knows? But uh, I'll tell you one thing. Vegas certainly uh, doesn't think that Pickett's going to do something great because this is plus 14 for the Steelers. Mm. I mean, that's a lot of points, folks. This is this this reminds me a lot of Jets games the last couple of years. Um, mm. Yeah, Bills. I think who one did, of the one of the podcasts I was listening to, I think, said this is the, by far the biggest spread of the year so far. Oh, yeah, I think yeah, it is. 14, definitely. 14 is so far. It's, you know, very rare. Do you get a spread like this in the NFL? Uh, I believe the Buccaneers won, especially last year early. by like nineteen. Um, yeah, you, yeah, especially early. Uh, they're begging you to take the points, mm-hmm. so I'm going yes. the Bills minus fourteen. <laughs> 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 they're gonna go. They're gonna win thirty to three. Okay. Yeah, I'm. I am also taking the Bills. I think it's gonna be a. They're gonna just stomp all over them. It's gonna be. But I will not be betting on it. I can't give that many points. No yeah, matter that's what. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I know. That's yeah. Ooh, and the over under um, on this is forty six and a half. So you're taking. Uh, what is Brett taking? Brett is taking the points and Pittsburgh. Okay, um, I'm taking the Bills because I really think it's gonna be a fun game to watch. I really want to watch this game because. Pickett's probably running around. Josh Allen's going to be running around, except the difference is Josh Allen's going to score touchdowns. This is the get right Bills blowout. Yes, they're going to they're going to kill him in this game. And they want revenge because last year, if you remember week one, Roethlisberger and Pittsburgh went into Buffalo and beat them. So this is the revenge game. Big, big Ben. Um, Then we got little uh, divisional matchup here. Atlanta Falcons plus nine. At the Tampa Bay Bucks, solo. Shit, I'm, I'm always going first, huh? 
Uh, Brett's taking the points, so I get oh, God, the Bucks. I the Buck the Bucks are covering. They're winning by ten. I'm taking the TB12 and the Bucks. Damn. Get right game number two of the week. All right, all right. What do you think there, Ando and Brett? I am myself and Brett are also are both taking Tampa as well. Oh, Brett, you surprised mm. me there. Yeah, even though I Atlanta like Atlanta has a lot of injuries right now. Oh, yeah, Cordell, Cordell Patterson's on the IR. I was going to uh, say. Have him in our fantasy league. Yeah. Damn it. Um, I'm going to take the Bucks too. I can't believe I'm taking the Bills and the Bucks both to cover, but I'm doing it. But next up, I this don't know do whether I'm going to take the Chicago Bears plus seven at the Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> Well, okay, so you got the backup running back as quarterback running into the center's ass. Yep. Uh, the Bears are bad. Very bad. I know Minnesota hasn't played the best. The Bears are bad. They are bad. You know, get get right game number three, Vikings. Fuck <laughs> <crush> the Bears. <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah, I'm Adam uh... Thielen, three touchdowns. Whoa! Nice. Okay, <laughs> I need him. Yeah. I'll take it. League. Like I said earlier, I had to watch part of the Bears game because I, the one thing about that app is you're forced to watch local feed. So, mm-hmm. so in that early game, the Fox game here was Chicago. So when the when the when the Bills game was on commercial or at halftime, I flipped over to that Bears game, and they're Oof. just it's they're bad. They're so bad. They're very I'm bad. taking the Vikings. I thought you were almost going Rain Man on us. They're um, bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bears are bad. Bears, yeah, bears Brett, are bad. Brett is taking the points and the Bears. Oh, oh he's wow. crazy. Okay. You know, see, this is when you're thinking about it, this is this is why the points always fuck with your mind. Because you're looking at it and I'm thinking to myself, shit, I just took the Packers, the Bills, and the Bucks I know, <laughs> all I know, over I know. seven. Right and 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 history this year yes. especially tells you the the favorites aren't covered, yep. but I think this could be the week. Go with the favorites. dog. Go with the dog. Well, the, but no week of the favorites this week, Axel. Um, I'm gonna lose a thousand dollars on this ship. Yeah, I do not think it's gonna be a get right game for the Bears. I'm gonna take the Vikings too. <laughs> the Bears are terrible. Get um, right game. Get right. Here we go. Now this is an interesting game. The L.A. Chargers, who played decently well and were victorious <laughs> last week. They had their get-right game last week. Yep. Um, minus two and a half at the Cleveland Brownies. Pretty close. Pretty close. That line is uh, you know what? smaller than I thought it would be. Yeah. Closer, or however you say it. I... <laughs> <laughs> You know what, guys? I think I, I I love Herbert. I think he's a great quarterback. They have so many injuries. They beat the yeah. Texans. The Texans are terrible. They just, you know, they just are. They're going into the hostile environment of Cleveland and Kobe Brissett reborn. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, but Austin Eckler's coming back. You have no Bosa, but you still have a great what is half the Nick, league former New England quarterbacks now or something? Pretty much. Uh, yeah, actually, you're right. Uh, yep. Yeah, we got Jimmy G, Hoyers, uh, Brady. We got Brady. We have uh, Jacoby. Uh, 
Yeah. DJ Zippy. Another DJ Zippy plug. <laughs> Zippy, yeah, Zippy you know plug. what? I'm taking the Cleveland Browns. Get right game number four after losing to Atlanta on the road. Yeah. Well, I'm... But I don't want. I wish it was three and a half, though, because I, I think the Chargers can win by a field goal. But I'm just taking the Browns. I think they're going to win outright. Um, let me see here. Uh, let me see. Find Brett's for a second. Okay, Brett will take. Is taking the Chargers, and I'm okay. going to say exactly the same thing I said last week about the Browns. Even though I have him on my fantasy football team, my rule is to never bet for Jacoby Brissett. So Chargers win. <laughs> okay. I'm going to keep saying that every game until until Brissett is not starting. So you're not you're not wrong, but he always he's been playing well. I know he's not he the Jacoby Brissett of of old. Yeah, he has been playing well. I'll give him that. Um, I'm going with the Chargers. They're going to continue, even though like look, you guys have all of you said they got a lot of injuries. Brown's <laughs> been playing good. It's only two and a half. Um, but I'm I, alone I, on Revis Island, Axel. Well, I think I think the Chargers are <laughs> going to take it. Um, now we have uh, the championship game of the day: the Detroit bum, Lions bum, bum, bum. plus three at the New England Patriots. It's zippy zappy. <laughs> <laughs> zippy zappy's back, baby. He is starting oh. right. I would think because Hoyer's yeah. like done, yeah, right? Fucked up. For at least out for a while. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. Yeah. So Zip we got DJ Zippy playing. against Jared Goff. Yep, the Goffinator. Uh, I, you know, I think it's tough with DJ Zippy, but I think the Patriots defense. I think the they're going to run the ball a ton. Stevenson and Harris, Stevenson and Harris, little dump offs. <laughs> I think. The Detroit screwed me by not covering against Seattle, so I'm mad at them. Uh, I don't think Detroit is ready to win in New England, so I'm going the Patriots to cover. I am going to agree with you on that, Heath. I'm taking the Patriots too. They after what they did at Green Bay, and uh. I, I I became a camera. I don't think they're a great team, but I think they're a pretty decent team. No, think, they're good and they're well a week, coached. A week yeah. with Belichick, to, uh, with working with uh, Zappy, maybe he maybe he can game plan something. And Detroit going into New England, I just can't see him pulling it off. They're not. They're too young for that. I don't think they've got. I don't oh, think they've shoot. got that yet. I just got a vision of DJ Zippy throwing a pick six to start the game. Oh no. Uh, is um, that premonition right or not? I don't know. Well, they gave up what forty-eight to Seattle. Detroit doesn't play defense, remember? So <laughs> that's true. Uh, Brett takes the Lions. Okay. Yeah, for mm. me, this is all about if Amin Ra and Swift come back for the Lions because I would take the Lions if they are playing. Um, because I think that. They got a lot of heart, that team. And I just, I think the Patriots, you know, even though Belichick is Belichick, Zippy Zappy in their defense is not as kind of porous. And I think if the Lions can turn it on, Goff can sling it. And Swift is pretty good. But I don't know if those guys are coming back. So I'm going to take the Lions mm. anyway, because fuck Belichick. 
Um, <laughs> next up, <laughs> said like a true Jets fan, the Seattle Seahawks, led by my man. Your team, your team, Gina, the Seahawks, your NFC team. Yep. Versus the, I still think, still Winston-less Saints, plus five and a half Seahawks. Uh, so you you look at this game and be like, wow, they scored a ton on uh, Detroit. They're getting five and a half. You have to take the Geno and the Seahawks, right? Mm. Wrong. Take the Saints. Lay the points. The Red Rifle, Kamara will come back. Taysom Hill will come back. They will run rough shot. And Geno's going to throw three picks. You heard it here. Oh, Third damn. from me. Okay. Ooh. All right. I am going to – I watched almost all of that Saints game, and I – this last week, I, I oh, against my better judgment, I'm going to take the Seahawks here. And Brett will also take the Seahawks. Yeah. Um, I'm going with Damn. the Seahawks, too. I believe in G. I'm alone on Revis Island again. I think that the Saints <laughs> are not good on offense or defense. And even though it's kind of fun to see the Red Rocket – my doppel, my twenty-year younger doppelganger, red rifle, red your rifle. long lost son, my long lost son. That's true. He could be my son. Maybe. <laughs> How old is he? No, no, no. no he's got to be too old. No, he's in his late thirties. Yeah, he's in his thirties. Um, it's the um, red rifle, not the red rocket. The red. Your nephew. We'll call him your nephew. He's red. That's all that matters. <laughs> he could be a rocket or a rifle. He could rocket his rifle for all I care. I'm taking the Seahawks. <laughs> Next up, the the Tennessee Titans, who had a had a a bit of a get right game last week. Seems like fucking they they're kind of clicking a little bit, beating those big bad Indianapolis Colts. Um, Even fucking Derrick Henry had 114 yards rushing, five and almost five and a half yards. Per carry uh, against uh, minus two and a half against the uh, horrible um, Washington Commanders. Uh, uh, I think you know who I'm going to take already, but go ahead, Solo. Commanders are awful. Yes. I thought the Titans would be bad this year, but after getting blown out of Buffalo, they've got they've mm-hmm. got right a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Traylon Burks is dealing with some turf toe. I still think you get Derrick Henry and Tanny Hill, uh, even though they're on the road. And it, what you said, the spread's two and a half? Two and a half, yeah. Uh, there is this a fishy line, as the Sharps say? Because uh, it should be at least three, maybe even three mm-hmm. and a half. But I guess to balance out the betting, two and a half sounds right. Uh, I'm going with the Titans. Going with a lot of favorites this week, boys. It's the week of the favorite. Kind of like the year of the dragon, year of the ox. This Hi-ya. is the week of the favorite. In that, I am also going with Tennessee. I just, I think, I don't Tennessee. think Washington just is not. Tennessee. I've said about 10 times here, they're not good. They're not good. No, they're Tennessee. Brett? Sorry, I was listening to Heath do a little. I know. Sorry, guy. Let's see. So sorry. Tennessee. Brett does not take Tennessee. 
Brett oh. takes the commanders. Oh, uh, he likes his points. Going, yeah, Brett that's what I was going to say. He's going for the points. Yep. Yep. Fuck that. I think Tennessee is going to win by 10. Um, Dude, if Brett kills us this week, I will, I will, I will bend the knee to our boy Brett. <laughs> Because <laughs> I do think he's very knowledgeable, he is. and I do. He's I, a smart he motherfucker. And, he knows and his he, numbers, I, and he's a good dude. On top, yeah. of oh, that's of course. true. He has you a know. nice mustache. So I, he's got yeah, it's BTK written all over BTK that mustache. Stash. But we like, <laughs> but he's in better shape than BTK. Um, but um, but yeah, no, I will bend the knee if he does because me and him are going to opposites. But I, like I said, it's the week of the favorite. All right, late games. Starting out with the staggering, as they always do as well, 105 East Coast, uh, West Coast, 405 um, East Coast. The Jimmy G-led San Francisco 49ers versus the guy who used to be in a lot of commercials and sucks at football. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Baker Mayfield led Carolina Panthers plus six and a half for the Panthers at Carolina. Oh man. Carolina is proving me wrong. Aren't they? Jeez Louise Dreyfus. Yeah, they're terrible. I thought they were going to be a better team and Baker's just not good. No, he's, he's not. just not good. Uh, McCaffrey's not the same, you know, poor DJ Moore. He ain't getting anything. Uh, poor DJ Moore. I don't know why I said poor. Well, I mean, he's a better receiver. He should be on a better team. Niners, they are going to the East Coast after a short week, after beating the Rams. And they're just, you know, they could be a little tired, a little let down, maybe. Do you take the points? Do you have them cover as it is the week of the favorite? Is it a get right game for the Panthers? I say no. Give me the Niners covering. Mm. <laughs> okay, what's the spread on this? Six and a half? Six and a half, Panthers, yeah. Well, the the 49ers can beat Carolina by a touchdown, so 49ers will take this. And Brett, no surprise here, takes the points. Take the Panthers. Okay. It's going like- to shoot it's going to shoot him in the foot. BTK, (laughs) he's trying to buy and torture kill. Um, (laughs) But uh, let's see. Yeah, you know, I mean, the Panthers, I think, uh, are really bad. And their defense is not that good, even though I think their rushing defense is pretty decent. But I am going to go with, I hate to say it, the Jimmy G-led 49ers. Maybe we could see some fun Debo shit going on there, though, because that's what I'm going to be hoping yeah, for. I think mm-hmm. I think he could catch some and and do a little running. Man, that one that one ball he caught, he was just like, I'm scoring a fucking touchdown. <laughs> right? like, yeah. He had enough of this crap. Exactly. Yep. He was just like, I'm scoring a He's touchdown. Like, Keith needs me. And Solo he just scored a touchdown. Um, that <laughs> was did. like the Metcalf touchdown in the Seattle game, too. He was just like, yeah, fuck this shit. I'm scoring nuts. a touchdown. And he said, I'm going to score for Solo, too. And yep. he did. Um, speaking of Solo, Dallas Yo. Cowboys plus five and a half at <laughs> the Los Angeles Rams. This is really hard for you. You live in Burbank, but it's your Cowboys. 
You know, you're an right. L.A. guy, you're an actor, but you love the Cowboys. What's it going to be, Solo? I think I'm just going to binge Monarch and not watch the game. <laughs> I no. tried. That is not good. Yeah, it's not good. Um, yeah, it's pretty bad. Um, <laughs> I still well, tape all these Shania new Twain. shows. You know that? Even though I watched East New York. Did you watch East New no, York? No, I didn't watch that yet. I have it DVR'd. I kind of liked it. Okay. I'm looking forward to the CBS firefighting one on Friday. Oh, that looks awful. That looks awful. Max Thoreau. Oh, who's that? Who's Max Thoreau? He was was really uh, did a lot more acting when he was a kid, I think. But he's been in a bunch of stuff. Okay. You recognize him. Good looking looking dude. Good looking dude. Yeah. Looks like you. But uh, okay. So, you know, that's that's a high bar. Um, So. What do I think? I think this might be get right game number four or five. Which one am I on? <laughs> I, I think the Rams are going to win because I, I don't feel the Cowboys can win this game with Cooper Rush. I know he's 3-0, and and he's the darling of Dallas town. Uh, but, darling of uh, Dallas town. I, I, I Mitchell up in here. You know what? Screw it. I'm taking the Cowboys and the points. It'll be the Shocking. one game that Brett takes the – I'm going to do it. I'm going to – you know what? I can't – they haven't let me down yet except for week one. I'm taking them. I'm Shocking. taking the Cowboys. I'm taking the points. It's the week of the favorite, and the Rams will cover, but I have to take the Cowboys. All right. Brett, uh, Brett, Brett and Andy. No surprise. Brett takes the points and takes Dallas with you. He just I, takes points, though. I don't know what's his – what – is Not all real... the time. Last no, week that... he didn't take all the points. We, we Me and him all... are opposites this week. Because I we haven't got all his picks yet. I'll I'll just give a little sneak preview. He he doesn't okay. take all the points here. Yeah, I am okay. gonna well, take. I think the uh, the Rams are gonna avenge what happened last week. Not avenge, but they're gonna correct after last week, and they're gonna send out notice to the league that they're still a legitimate threat. And I think they're gonna win. And I got a bad feeling about the Cowboys this week, Keith. I do too. Cooper wasn't great last week solo. Um, and like I said, Elliot looks. I know it was 12 seven with yeah. like three minutes left in the third. No spark. I'm taking the Rams here as well. Sadly, um, though I do want the Cowboys to win. Uh, next oh, up, we got the Philadelphia Eagles. This line is a little fish. to me too, because I, I don't know. Only your, the Cardinals are only getting five and a half. It's at Arizona, I guess. That's why. You know, yeah, that that uh, I guess that explains it. But um, what do you think? Eagles still dominant. They're going to go 100 and no. They're never going to be defeated. They really do have an never. easy schedule. <laughs> like oh, the easiest it's schedule. It's the easiest. And they're going to lose in the in the divisional round at home to the Cowboys this year. But anyway, having said that. All right. Arizona's awful. They suck. They beat Carolina, and of course, Green Bay didn't cover because those are my two last games in my parlay. Yeah, I but Baker Mayfield was shooting a commercial still in Carolina when they're playing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he's good in those commercials, even though he, he's, he was fucking know, great you know, in those commercials. I love him. Oh, uh, fantastic! Uh, I, I, you know, I'm going to roll with this Eagles gravy train and the easy, yeah. the easiness of their schedule. I can't see Arizona given. You know, it's going to be one of those games where, you know, the Eagles won't cover 
And but I just I don't I've been watching some Arizona and I think it stops here. I'm going with the Eagles to cover. Uh, I, I I just think Arizona's bad. All right. I'm sorry, but I hope they win. I'm uh, this one's tough for me because I I could see I just have a weird feeling that Arizona could surprise here, but until Philly proves me wrong, I'm gonna stay with Philly. So my pick is the Eagles and. <laughs> Brett is taking the points again. <laughs> no. Oh, my Lord. Dude, Ando, you said he's he, – no, he's not taking them for all. Yes, he is. <laughs> well, there, there's a couple here that, that he that – he, Oh, well, you mean two? Um, <laughs> well, not many more than two. Yeah. <laughs> most okay. most of the time he is taking the points. Brett, I think I, think I just burped on the podcast because Brett shook me with that, taking the points on the Cardinals. Um, I'm taking the Eagles. The Eagles, I, you know what? I'm fucking. Let, let me let me make a proclamation right here, right now. Please proclamation into I or whatever. Am rooting for the Eagles. I know you hate to hear it solo. Uh, you know what? You just went down a peg. Listen, man. I have to admit something. I, a lot of my uh, life. Do you though? I do. do. You? I'm ready. I'm ready for it right now. On this two hours into the podcast, I'm ready. It's your pod. Um. All my life as a uh, northern New Jerseyan, born and raised, I have disputed those who lived in the disputed territories, that being middle and south Jersey, and have made fun of many people for being Philly fans when they live in New Jersey, including my good friend, RF. But I have to admit, I've always rooted for the Eagles. And I I have, I liked Randall Cunningham. I always, there's just a part part of me that kind of wants the Eagles to win. Like I kind of feel like they're another, they're like a like the Jets and the Giants play in Jersey. They're Jersey teams. I kind of feel like this is the problem. You know, they're kind of like my cousins. Now, you know what? If the Jets were good every year. I don't think this would be happening. Maybe you're you just right. need to latch on to other things. <laughs> Maybe which you're is right. A product of the system. You're, you're, you're in a, from a broken jets home. I went too far down the jet. turnpike. <laughs> if this continues, we may have to have an intervention. As I, long as I you don't start cheering for the Packers too. I admit. And you know what? I was saying this to a Husser. He's going to admit it now. We were on I the know, phone. Well, I know he has in the past. <laughs> when, <laughs> when, uh, when they showed that video of Jalen hurts, um, squatting like six hundred something pounds in college, um, I it kind of you became an Eagles him. fan because you thought he was going to get drafted. I, I don't know. I just I kind of <laughs> got. I, I was like, well, no, I just actually saw it. I, I just, know. I, 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 I they kept on showing it, and I was like, this is this guy does really get people behind him, and I, I kind of he's a leader. You know, yeah, they they got behind him at yep. Alabama and Oklahoma. I liked him too. I. You know, I was hoping the Cowboys would get him in the third or fourth round as a backup and groom him. But, of course, the Eagles took him in the second round, which was a shock. Uh, but it turned out that was a good move. But I, I, I'll admit, like, I can't root for him because he's an Eagle. But I like him as a football player. Yep. And, you know, he's not a bad dude. The problem is he wears the Eagles jersey, so I can't root for him. But that's the thing, like, where I'm turning in baseball. My angels are so bad. I, I got to root for players because I, I, you know, in June I'm out and I'm a big baseball fan and it's tough. Yeah. And so I tend, so even when the Cowboys, well, are really you love bad the game though. Tampa, that's like with football. Yeah. I could watch any football yeah. game. It doesn't have yeah. to be the Jets. But, well, even when the Cowboys were awful with Dave Campo, 
I was following Michael Vick. I, I was rooting for Atlanta. Yes, you know, the yeah, Pats were starting. Yeah. So I did latch on to some other teams for a few years. I have a Atlanta Falcons mug. I have an Atlanta Falcons hat, but I think I don't have it anymore. I, I had will, a Vic jersey, but I sold it. I'll make it. I'll, I'll admit something, and this is going to kill Ando. You're going to admit another thing. Another. Uh, this is a deep therapy. This is almost like a YouTube video. I'm like really getting deep into <laughs> oh, my God. feelings. Hey, what, what does Bill say? Turn the TikTok camera. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, a couple years ago, actually, it was four years ago. Uh, no, it was three years ago. Um, my I did request and did get from my wife. This was when Adam Gase was the head coach of the New York Jets, a, a Green Bay Packers shirt, because I do love watching oh, Aaron Rodgers play. I, I, oh, I know you, you've admitted your Packers love a few yeah. times. So, yeah, I mean, but, I, Ando, Ando, you realize what the host just did? He admitted I, he roots for the Eagles and the Packers, the two teams I'm we sorry, hate. guys. I know. Well, I, you know, I was going to say something. Here. But are you? But are there's, you sorry? No, <laughs> I don't ahead. think there's there's many things that can unite uh, Cowboys and Vikings fans, but hatred of Philly <laughs> is definitely one of them. So yeah. I wow. will never cheer for the Eagles either. So. I, well, oh, guys, my God, Axel. all right, let's keep it moving because this is too much right. negativity. Oh, hey, before I forgot, <laughs> I think we I think we missed one early game. Oh, what did I miss? I think we missed Houston and Jacksonville. Uh, well. It's understandable. Oh, uh, you're absolutely yeah, you right. I'm sorry. I jumped over them to get to the Seahawks. He was so Seahawks. in love with Philly. He was so well, in love with and, Philly, Seattle, and Green Bay that he forgot. <laughs> yeah, yes. and I'll, I'll say this: I wouldn't have realized it, but when we were looking at or looking at Brett's picks here, and I'm like, well, he took some of the favorites. Jacksonville is one he took. Okay, and not yeah. take the points. All right, Solo. What do you got? Jacksonville Texans. Uh, I, I got Jacksonville. Okay, Me week too. of the favorites. Me get too. right game for Jacksonville. Oh, this was get right game number. Get right game number five. And that's uh, a that's a sweep for Jacksonville. Okay. There. Yeah, the Texans are are awful, and it's too bad because I was kind of rooting for Davis Mills. But that is that you know, guy's he's name. Related. Right? <laughs> yeah, he, Davis Mills is related to David Mills from Seven. You know. Oh <laughs> my God! Now what? That's what happened. He's got a curse on him. Um, all right we're moving it along we are wait hold on a second oh now i scrolled up to find that game and i lost the last game we did was philly arizona philly arizona cincinnati Bengals plus three at the baltimore ravens a fun game this is the 520 game or the 820 game the late sunday night game um, cause like we said, there's only fucking three, four o'clock get late games, but this is the night game. Um, who's calling these games again? Who's calling Sunday Mike night? Mike Tarico from yes. Syracuse and Chris Collinsworth. Yep. Remember when Tarico was with Gruden? Oh yeah. He's with Groot. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And yeah, the last did. year Tarico kept and with on Tony. Like, Shut up. Shut up. Gruden. Yeah. <laughs> he was with corn. He was with Kornheiser on the Monday night. You know what's funny, I, and I don't know if we talked. No, I guess this might have been on uh, Guess in the Lines. So Tariq, real quick, Tariko used to do college games with Kirk Herbstreet and Aaron Andrews on the sideline. So it's like, why couldn't Tariko and Herbstreet get together and keep Alan Collinsworth together? Yeah, I, I like Alan Collinsworth, Al Michaels, and um, Collinsworth together. But I have to anyway. say that that Herbstreet, who I'm not used to because he's a college guy. Um, I think that he is extremely capable, but
but I just don't find him to be a compelling color guy. So it kind of brings Al down a bit for me because I think like mm. Chris provide gave Al a spark. He need you know like and and Herb they Street's were on the same wavelength to be honest. Yes, and then they're, they're Hershey's younger than Al. He's a little I mean, too positive too. too. Right. He's a little he, yeah. Too he's happy. more of the and that's how that's what you want to be for college. Yeah. That's you want that positivity because yes. there are kids playing and you want, and it goes in with the pageantry. You don't like, and I don't horns. think he's going to last. I don't <laughs> think that team. Oh my God. I don't think that team's going to last. I think that he's going to be, I think they're going to mix that up because he's great with Steve Fowler for college. Yeah. Herb okay. Street is, but, um, but not. Yeah. The Al. So who you got? Al. Al. Oh, <laughs> you know what? I'm taking the Bengals plus three. Okay. I think I'm also taking the Bengals plus three. I, 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 I like they're showing signs of life, and I wasn't as impressed with Baltimore as I thought I was going to be. So mm-hmm. Cincinnati. And Brett is back to his pit taking points again. Fear not. So he's also Bengals. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, all right. Well, you know what? I'm going to shock y'all, and I'm going to go against it, and I'm taking the Ravens. Good for you. I wanted to take the Ravens, but I felt I yeah. needed to not take all the favorites. I As I'm think... giving Brett a hard time for taking points, <laughs> I'm taking all the favorites. Well, yeah. I think Lamar, Hypocrite. I think even though the Ravens got blanked in the second half against the Bills, I think Lamar is going to turn it on. I think the Bengals are susceptible on defense. And I think it might end up being a nice kind of a little bit of a shootout type of deal there. With I was going to say get right game. With a, no, I wasn't going to say that. With a little bit of Lamar uh, running and gunning it. And I'm looking at the over-unders because I like to look at kind of how they trend. And this is actually these two games, these two last games, or the next game we're going to talk about, the Monday night game. Have the high, uh, well, the Eagles and the Cardinals have the over under of 49. This has 48 and a half. And the next game we're going to talk about is the Raiders at the Chiefs, Raiders plus seven with 51. So, um, those, those three last games are what at least the, the market thinks is going to, uh, score the most points, but I don't know. Raiders chiefs. This is going to be this fun game, fun game at Cincinnati. Could, I mean, at Kansas city, I should say not Cincinnati. Yeah, no, it, you know, it's weird. Cause this rivalry is weird. The Raiders have beaten the chiefs in weird mm-hmm. games. The chiefs have blown them out. The only thing I don't think happens, the Raiders won't blow up the chiefs. So it's either going to be a chiefs blowout or a close game. Yeah. Something is telling me, take the points after that travel down to Tampa and what they did, but I can't get bet against Mahomes. I'm going the favorite. I'm going the Chiefs to cover, even though Brett tells me to take the Raiders. Well, Brett actually agrees with you and takes the Chiefs. <laughs> okay. I'm God. I fuck it. I'm, I'm gonna take the Raiders. <laughs> the Raiders. The Ra- yeah, you know, I think. I always Raiders f- look. They look like they turned it around a little bit last week. So I, th- I, I, I think they're they had a get right game last week. Yes, yep. they did. Um, they, as a matter of fact, they did. I'm trying to. I'm looking. I'm trying to find the. Yeah, it was Josh against Jacobs the Broncos. Played great. Yeah, thirty-two to twenty-three. 
And just to define it, I know I keep saying get right game, but usually the definition of a get right game is when a good team who hasn't played well gets right against a bad team. That's the definition of a get right game. So I know I've been calling a lot of these get right games, but you know, there's some like Jacksonville that's a get right game because it's against Houston, whatever. But just just so people know, I'm I, you know I just I'm just kind of making fun of the get right game because hey, a lot of analysts say that maybe we should change you know, the name of the podcast to the get right podcast because <laughs> we're good and everyone else sucks. Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> let's see. Yeah, Josh Jacobs had 144 yards. Yeah, five he yards controlled the carry. game. He, was, he played good. You know, he's only 24 yeah. years old. He's mm-hmm. great, man. Yeah. I feel like he's been in the league for like 12 years. Yeah, I think he's the more, one of the more underrated players in the league, I think. I think it's because of his name. He sounds like so many other players. Josh, Josh Jacobs. Jacob, Jingle Ron Shiner Schmidt. His, his name, name is my name, name too. too. Whenever we go out, we hear the children what? shout. Hey. Um, I'm going to take the Chiefs because I always want the Raiders to win. And even with seven points, I just think that the chiefs are getting it together and maybe they can do a little rushing, even though the Raiders have a good defense. I don't know. I, do want, I want, uh, I think, they I think really. they have a decent they haven't defense. Passed, they can't pass the rusher. Crosby's the only one getting sacks. No, they're not passing the rusher. They can't cover. They're not rushing the passer or, or passing the rusher. <laughs> 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 Are they John oh. Jacob Jingerheimer Schmitz and you solo? Is His that name what's happening? Is mine. And you know what the funny thing is? I'm sober as a judge right now. And that's, wow. that's I know a lot of judges is. that drink. Um, oh, let's see. that's true. That's out of date. <laughs> I don't know. This is a tough one for me because, like I said, I do also I do have an affinity for the Raiders. I like Carr. I like this team. Um, uh, I like Adam. Real quick, Axel. Real, real quick, Axel. I just want to tell Ando on NFL Network right now they're replaying the Vikings Saints game. Just so you know. Oh, oh, girl, I'll, I'll have to flip that on as soon as we're done. He'll put me right back, right to sleep. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to ah. be done because I am sticking yeah. with the Chiefs. All right, well, and I think before we should go, we we maybe should pick one more team that we also didn't pick. One more game. <laughs> Yeah, hey, you know what? We should probably we should probably Did I miss do that, another game. Do an amazing job. Uh, th- yeah, there's there's a, a Foley versus Foley matchup this weekend. Miami and the Jets. <laughs> he forgot his oh, own. Oh, I team. forgot my own team. Um, yeah. Well, we are hitting the two hour mark, folks. But Andy remembered, and that's why we're all here <laughs> Jesus, together. Axel, what are you looking at? Like, I don't know. I'm just scrolling <laughs> around. Com? I got oh. Brett. Brett distracted me. <laughs> Um, Miami Dolphins. Biggest presence on a pod that he's not even here. <laughs> Miami Dolphins at the New York Jets. The Jets get three. That's it? Yep. Because uh, no Tua. Mm-hmm. You know what? I believe Axel believes in every other team other than his own. But <laughs> I am going with. My boy Braxton Berrios and the Jets. Yes. From the U. <laughs> yes. Jets. Give me the points and the Jets. The Jets are going to nice. It's going to be close. What do you think, Ando? I'm and going Brando. with one of my favorite former Vikings quarterbacks, and Teddy is going to lead oh. Miami, and they're not going to Teddy me. two gloves. Oh, he Teddy got me two back gloves. For the Green Bay shirt. <laughs> <laughs> 
vengeful. You still have that shirt, Axel? No, I gave it to Perry. It was too small. Um, <laughs> so you ah, okay, what, the plot thickens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Brett. You know what I just realized? I'm sorry, Brett. Watching the Minnesota-New Orleans game, there's a guy in the stands. He has a Mac Jones jersey on. It's like, really, bro? You're at the wrong game. I saw that guy, yeah. I love that. That's great. I love that. <laughs> what is Brett taking? Uh, Brett takes the, the reason I saw this, too, is because it's another one where he actually takes the favorite. He takes Miami. Oh, man. All right. Well, I'm taking the Jets because Zach is yeah, back. Baby. Yeah. This offensive line is going to suck. But you know what? They just got to, you know, you just got to do a little, little screen passes. You just got to liven it up. Do a little crazy shit like, yeah, Barrios. It's going to be a four and four Zach. game. This four is four and four game for Zach. Four touchdowns, yeah. four picks. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Whoa. They sound like an exciting Has stolen. that ever happened in NFL history? <laughs> well, if anyone has done it, it's Jameis Winston because he know. had 30 touchdowns, 30 picks. That's true. I don't know. That that is he true. might have Testaverde back in the day. He used to throw a lot of picks and a lot of touchdowns. Um, and then he came to the Jets. And he didn't throw a lot of uh, interceptions when he was. He was good Jets. under Parcells. Yeah, they, you know, they made good. the AFC Championship that he one year. Was a then game he freaking tore. Then he got hurt the next year, yeah, and that's too bad because those Jets know. teams actually were pretty good. I, I, I was rooting for the Jets for you against the Broncos. Well, you I know wanted, even though I didn't know you yet, you can root for the Jets this weekend. As I will be rooting against my son, and we're going to get a Lachlan pick here. Oh. Lachlan picks Ooh. the Miami Dolphins, surprisingly. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. We'll see. So if he if he picks correctly, he will then win the season because he'll be he'll have be a thousand percenter. Yeah, we'll have to get him on the chart. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, we have uh, been yapping here for. Over two hours. But <laughs> we thought we were going to make it shorter, and it yeah. went longer. But we're Start, having starting fun. earlier just means we go later, I guess. Yeah, huh? yeah we, we we talked about NFL Plus. For I think five next hours. week maybe we'll do the same thing and just keep on talking <laughs> shit and having All fun. Right. That sounds good. All right. Well, any last words? Uh, everyone enjoy the games and uh, try to get back on the enjoyment of it. I know there's a lot of negativity surrounding player safety and everything. It's just, you know, try to, you know, we live in a tough society and we're stressed out. And this is one of the things for me, it gives me pleasure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so hopefully there won't be any serious injuries and we can enjoy the games, have fun with fantasy. I was in two fantasy uh, baseball championships today that ended uh, my really big money one. I freaking lost, but I won my other league. So I went one and one. But I'm glad that's over because it took like it aged me five years <laughs> doing this league. Oh my lord! Wow. But okay, so um, thanks, guys. I appreciate all the honesty and all the knowledge and all the NFL Plus talk. And I'm ready to watch some college football this Saturday. Oklahoma, Texas, Red River shootout, baby. Ando. Uh, yeah, this was uh, another fun fun as hell podcast again just like last week it's making me more excited for watching the games and like kind of like you were saying at the beginning of the show Heath it just it just it seems to make everything better I was definitely negative on the injury thing but that's a small part of this I'm still super excited yeah but no that's understandable man and, it, it it had to be said yeah and this just doing this podcast like I said makes makes the football even sweeter it like enhances the football so it's right. fun and I can't wait to do it again yeah well 
I'm going to be looking forward. There's a lot of good games this weekend, and it's going to be fun to watch this game with Lachlan. Um, and uh, I might miss some of the – I'll tape them, but I'm going to miss live some of the later games because I got to pick up Perry at the airport. She's in New York City, and I'm uh, oh. I'm doing solo dad duty here with the kid who's, who's oh, an I don't awesome have kid. kid. Oh, solo dad. <laughs> oh, solo oh. dad duty. But that sounds I'm bad. Happy so that bad. football can pleasure solo this weekend because I like things <laughs> that pleasure solo. If that's not a good note to end on, I don't know what is. Hey, We're out. You want to know why? We're around the couch, baby. Around See the couch. Week. Solo's pleasuring himself on the couch this weekend. <laughs> Peace Kids out. Show Axel. Kid <laughs> show. All right, great show, guys. Great job, so guys. Fun. It's so fun to talk I've... to you, buddies. <laughs> <laughs> it's no, this is great. Yes, it's just a chat. This, this, this is no. I love doing this. I'm glad we decided to do this. 